On the Crimson Tide Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is a classic college game. Now to introduce today's game, here is the voice of the Tide, Eli Gold. Hi everybody, I'm Eli Gold. It's time for another classic Crimson Tide National Championship football broadcast from the archives of Learfield IMG College. The date was January 8th, 2018. The site was the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Alabama and Georgia were battling for the national championship in this all-SEC college football playoff finale. The Tide qualified for the championship game with a 24-6 win over the Clemson Tigers. Georgia got there with a 54-48 win over the Oklahoma Sooners. Now, for Bama fans, most of the championship game really wasn't much to enjoy. But the ending? Well, that was a different story altogether. A three-letter name became part of every Bama conversation. Tua while a new term was injected into the lexicon of Bama fans everywhere, second and 26. It's an overtime thriller for the national title from the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Nicole Hartman is the deep man at the goal line. Elijah Holyfield, the son of the real deal, the boxing champion Evander Holyfield. He is standing at the 10. Bama getting ready to kick it away, right to left, and the national championship game is underway as J.K. Scott booms this one. It goes down the left side, it is a touchback, and the football will be placed at the 25-yard line. That's the 44th touchback of the year for J.K. Scott on his 95th kickoff. Eli, let's look for Georgia to have some counters tonight to their tailback-oriented offense. Is it a reverse? Is it a halfback pass? Is it a hard play-action fake? Let's check out these Georgia Bulldogs as they open up from their own 20. Here comes Georgia to the 25-yard line. The line of scrimmage, two wideouts left. One man to the near side. Chubb and Michelle both in the backfield. Now they'll send Chubb in motion. He'll catch a pass. Far side. He is hit immediately by Bama. He won't go down, but finally is snowed under. And it'll be a loss of a yard back to the 24. Deontay Thompson was the first guy to get there. And then Minka Fitzpatrick finished off the play. Well, Eli, we talked about on Coach Saban's show the other night, the perimeter run defense. And that was a swing pass, essentially a lateral. And Deontay Thompson picks up right where he left off last Monday night in the Superdome. Terry Godwin is in the slot right. Sony Michelle lined up to the left of his quarterback. Here now is a second down and 11 from their own 24-yard line. Quarterback slaps his hands, gets the snap, throws the out route near side. Catch made at the 30 by the aforementioned slot receiver Godwin. They'll say he steps out of bounds officially at the 28-yard line. It'll bring up a third down from there. He needs to get to the 36 or the 35. So it's looking at a third down and seven now for Georgia. Well, two wins for Alabama on defense. Fromm loves to throw the ball to the perimeter. That's where his most confidence is, and that's where that ball went to this near sideline. Bama defense digs in. Fromm 
Standing in the backfield, gets the shotgun snap with pressure off the edge. He'll unload that one far side. It holds up in the air. It's come back to and caught, but long, then dropped by Georgia and, and intercepted. He'll Tony say Brown. Thomas, Tony Brown intercepts it as he rips it out of the hands of the receiver across the way. The ball hung up. Everybody had to come back to it. And then as it floated even some more, it was grabbed instantly by Wins and then stolen away by Tony Brown. Well, pressure by Deron Payne right in the face of Jake Fromm. He floats a ball down that far seam area, and Tony Brown keeps his composure. Ball juggled by Javon Wims. He comes down with it, and Alabama already plus one in, in the turnover margin. Maybe the best play Tony Brown has made in his entire career, the senior out of Beaumont, Texas. He wrestled it out of Wims' hands. The 18th interception of the year for Bama. So $18,000 now in total. From Wells Fargo to the Children's Hospital of Alabama, they give another 1,000 there. Here's Damian Harris in a first and 10 Bama from their own 35 in motion. From the far side to the near side, comes in front, gets the handoff, comes laterally, gets a stiff arm, throws a man away and gets out to the 40-yard line. He picks up five on the play, J.R. Reed and Aaron Davis combining on the stop. Well, Eli, there's a misnomer out there. These two teams are just going to line up and run the ball between the tackles, and both of them are wise enough to know they've got to spread the field and try to challenge the perimeter, and that's what Alabama did with the jet sweep to Damian Harris. Foster gets the little touch pass, tries to spread the field, turns the corner. First down, down the right sideline with extra speed, and he's out of bounds at the 47-yard line. A 17-yard pickup on the play, and excuse me, a 7-yard pickup on the play, and Alabama gets the first down. Well, you think Lane Kiffin had taken back over the offense with two jet sweeps to open the game for Alabama. They're going to try to scatter these Georgia Bulldogs before they go north and south. Damian Harris in the pistol formation. Ridley in motion for Bama. Here now the play action fake. The throw to Ridley. Caught down low. Beautiful catch. Dances up the right sideline. It'll be right at the yard line to gain. He'll be about a half yard shy. But that was not the best thrown pass. And Ridley made a spectacular catch. No, but he had to negotiate that football around the Georgia defender that was coming off the corner. So an excellent catch by Calvin Ridley in Alabama in perfect position here. Second and one. Do they take a shot? Davin Bellamy was the man they had to deal around. Now on the second down and one. Here's the snap kept by the quarterback. He'll run for the first down. Jalen's down to the 30-yard line of the Georgia Bulldogs. Nothing fancy. Called his own number all the way. Well, design quarterback run with lead blockers and easy first down. Alabama gets bodies on bodies, and Jalen Hurts gets to the second level of the defense. Now from the 31-yard line, first and 10. Heading towards the end zone to our left that is painted with Alabama across the middle of it. Pistol formation, fake again to Harris. Rolling right with everybody covered, Jalen Hurts. He'll just throw that one away out of bounds down near the five-yard line. He had pressure from Tyler Clark. Remember, that team had five sacks against Oklahoma, so they can pressure you, but he just threw that one away after rolling right. Yeah, a little play-action pass there from the pistol set for Jalen Hurts, and coverage by Georgia. Nowhere to go with the football on that occasion. Wisely throws it away. Bama already picking up a number of first downs in this drive. High snap. Pulled down by Jalen. Gives to Damian Harris. He gets taken down at the 30 after a pickup of a couple of yards. Dominic Sanders 
came in. That was a high, high snap. Jalen had to do a great job to pull that one down in the first place. Yeah, counter play with Irv Smith Jr. as the lead blocker up into the hole. But Dominic Sanders, he's an undersized safety. He always tackles low, especially when he's moving close to the line of scrimmage. Now a third and eight, Alabama from the Georgia 30, heading to our left with Smith in the slot left. Damian Harris to the right of his quarterback. Two wideouts left and one to our right. Here's Jalen Hurts coming back up to his center, Bradley Bozeman. Play clock at five, four, three. Gets the snap waist high. Stands in, steps up, avoids a man, cuts left on another. He's got a first down all the way to the 20-yard line. And that's that intangible we've talked about all season long regarding Jalen Hurts making chicken salad out of potentially chicken drop. Well, the defensive coordinators across the SEC will tell you that he's the most difficult player to defend because of that ability on third down to break the pocket and then run for the sticks. He picks up the first down. Now Alabama in the red zone. From the 19 of Georgia, Damian Harris to the left of his quarterback. Josh Jacobs to his right. High snap again. Hand off Jacobs. Near side. Stiff arms a man. Goes laterally and gets an extra yard down to the 18. That was Roquan Smith, the linebacker we talked so much about. The winner of the Butkus Award who stayed with the play. Well, you're not going to run away from Roquan Smith. And Bama didn't get him blocked up. And he had a free path to Josh Jacobs. The running back out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Snaps have been a little erratic here of late. Josh Jacobs now the single setback. He's to the right of the quarterback. You've got Ridley wide right. Foster and Sims to the left side. Singled up on the outside. Ridley is. Here Sims goes in motion that way. Fade route. End zone. Defensive back goes down. But the pass is over the head of Ridley and complete in the far corner. If it had been there, it would have been a touchdown because Malcolm Parrish lost his footing and went down at around the five-yard line. Bama had exactly what they wanted to the wide side of the field. Malcolm Parrish one-on-one with Calvin Ridley. It's a mismatch. Parrish falls down. But Jalen had already let the football go too early. Just a half a count later, he could have just floated it to Calvin Ridley for the six-pointer. Now it's a third down and eight. Alabama from the 18-yard line of Georgia heading to our left. Here's the snap to Hurts. Jalen goes right. Jalen's under pressure. Jalen tries to escape, and he'll throw that one away, and he'll bring up a fourth down and eight from the 17. Lorenzo Carter was the man chasing him, and here comes Andy Papanastas well, to Eli, attempt the uh, field goal. We talked in the pregame. You must make your kicks, particularly when you get down in this part, this part of the field. Alabama got all the way inside the true red zone, inside the 20. This is lining up as a 35-yard kick. Very makeable for Andy Papanastas. He is 5 of 6 from this distance this year. 0 of 1, however, last week against Clemson. The snapper is Scott Meyer. The holder, J.K. Scott. Snap, spot, kick on the way. It is up, and it is Flag. flagged. They flag at the line of scrimmage. Full start, offense, number 82. A penalty, it remains fourth down. Irv Smith getting the uh, penalty. So it becomes a 40-yard field goal attempt now. Yeah, and Andy had plenty of leg he on did. that. He's just got to punch it through for a second consecutive time. He is four of eight from this distance this year. Again, Scott Meyer will snap it. J.K. Scott holds it. A 40-yard try off the near hash mark. 
kicking it right to left as you listen. The snap is good, the spot is there, the kick on the way, it is up and it is no good. It is wide left. Yes, first kick curled in from right to left. That time it started left and stayed left. It goes wide left and Alabama misses an opportunity there. Scoreless here in Atlanta. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. Thank you, Alabama fans, for your continued support of Golden Flake potato chips, pork rinds, cheese puffs, and our great-for-dipping tortillas. We are dedicated to making our product available to you and your family now more than ever. So we hope you'll continue to celebrate Alabama championships with your favorite bag of Golden Flake champion chips. Experience the simple southern goodness of Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Hey, Tide fans, it's time to watch the Alabama Crimson Tide roll. Whether you watch from home, at your tailgate, or in the stadium, you can enjoy the great taste of Ziegler Jumbo Franks, the official hot dog of the Crimson Tide. Alabama is a tradition of winning, and Ziegler has a tradition of great taste. Enjoy your Ziegler Jumbo Franks at home, at the tailgate, and now at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Ziegler Meats, a tradition of great taste for over 90 years. Pick them up at your local supermarket. At my eye doctor, we would never think of getting between you and your screen, except with blue light lenses. Eye strain can happen by spending hours and hours with devices, texting, gaming, binging. Our lens solutions can help minimize the stress and strain of harmful blue light. We welcome all insurances. Eye care and eyewear are better together at my eye doctor, doctors of optometry. Schedule an appointment today at myeyedr.com. At Alpha Insurance, our goal is to be your MVP, providing you with the most valuable protection. That means saving you money on home, car, and life insurance, and providing championship service from a helpful hometown team. Call Alpha for your insurance needs today, and let us show you why we consistently rank among the top insurance companies in the Southeast for customer satisfaction. From Learfield IMG College, welcome back to this classic college game. Welcome back to Atlanta, everybody. No score. Bama missing on a 40-yard field goal try. The Tide, however, did march the ball right down the field. They recorded three first downs, the first of which, of course, was brought to you by our friends at ATIX. ATIX is your ticket to a connection to all Alabama football games and sports and shows and concerts everywhere. ATIX is the ticket. You can find them online at aaatix.com. The first quarter of tonight's college football championship game being brought to you by ATI Physical Therapy. ATI Physical Therapy is a proud partner of the Crimson Tide. Built by Bama, rebuilt by ATI. Visit ATIPT.com to schedule a complimentary injury screening. Well, Phil, at least Bama moved the ball. Yeah, and of course, Eli, you think of an inconsequential or innocent penalty, false start, it moves from the 35 to 40, but it was big because Andy Papanassas, five of six inside of 39 yards, but only four for eight on the season from 40 yards and greater. So uh, that was a, a 
an error by Alabama up front in terms of the protection. But as you say, moved the football but played with outstanding energy. Bama seems to be refreshed enough for this quick turnaround in a national championship. 9.54 remaining in the opening quarter. There is no score. Nick Chubb, the running back. He's lined up behind his quarterback, Jake Fromm. Two wide outs to the left, one to the right. Chubb is in the slot left. Snapping his hands, getting the ball, the throw across the middle, caught, taken down out to the 35 by Godwin, and he got the first down on that first play from scrimmage. It'll be a 13-yard pickup out to the 36, officially. Yep, that was that RPO, a quick fake to Nick Chubb, and then the inside slant to Terry Godwin. He made a sticky-handed grab there in the middle of the Alabama defense. DeAndre Swift now in it running back. He's lined up to the left of his quarterback. He'll put a man in motion now to the far side. Isaac Nauta, the tight end. He's to the left of the formation. Quarterback stands in, throws, ball is caught and dropped at the 43-yard line. It was in the hands of Javon Wims, the man who had the pass ripped out of his hands earlier for the interception by Tony Brown. This one he had cleanly and dropped it. Yeah. It'll be a second and 10 coming just, up. Just an old-fashioned hook route by Javon Wims, and Fromm put it right on the numeral six, and he dropped it. So now with three, excuse me, two wideouts to the left, two men to the right. Sony Michelle is the running back, lined up to the right of his quarterback. Fromm now will hand signal his teammates. Isaiah Wynn, the left tackle, stands up, calls offensive line signals. There's pressure and there's motion. Somebody moved as they dropped the flag. It'll be against Georgia. Looked like the left side of the offensive line jumped. Ball start. Offense, number 77, five-yard penalty, second down. Indeed, Isaiah Wynn, the all-conference and second-team All-America player, jumping the snap. And he's a left tackle, but Eli's only six foot two, so he doesn't have the classic length of a, of a left tackle. He's more of a guard for the next level. He's an invite down at the Reese's Senior Bowl for us, but that time a little anxious on that pass set to the edge. Now the second and 15, Georgia from their own 31. They'll bring a man to the right side of the formation. Pressure, here comes the throw. Nobody home over the head of Sony Michelle in the right flat. Deron Payne come calling on Jake Fromm, and Fromm just had no choice but to throw that football away. Well, Jake from State Fromm is going to have to buy some insurance <laughs> if Deron Payne keeps puncturing the pocket against these Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia nothing of one in third down conversions. Coming in this year, they were 46% in third down conversions, ninth best in America. Empty backfield, two wides to the right, three are in the left of the formation. Mac Jones moves, Minka moves, Levi Wallace cheats to his right. Here now Fromm steps back, looks left, throws that one. It's high, tipped away by Alabama. Incomplete at the 40, great job by the Crimson Tide as Deontay Thompson, who was being forced into heavy duty last week and this week, came up huge and tipped that one away. Well, Deontay Thompson's got outstanding range from the middle of the field. I mean, that was a classic center field type play for a free safety. He goes over, swats the ball down, and Alabama's going to get the football back here off the toe of Cameron Nizalek. Nizalek, the opponents have only 12 punt returns against him this year. Trayvon Diggs is deep. Nizalek puts on a show as though he were hit and put down. 
The official doesn't buy it, and Trayvon makes the grab at the 20-yard line, and that's where Alabama will be starting, first and 10, a 49-yard punch and no return. We have timeout here in Atlanta, 9.04 remaining in the opening quarter. The Tide and the Bulldogs are scoreless in the national championship game of college football. Accidents and injuries can happen. That's why ATI Physical Therapy is here for you. Go to ATIPT.com today for a complimentary injury screening. Hey, Phil, so far, 47 yards for Bama, 17 for Georgia, 17 for each team on the in the air. Bama has run for 30. Georgia has run for zero yards. Yeah, they've really not attempted many runs so far, the Georgia Bulldogs. They're trying to spread this Alabama defense, get some separation before they challenge that front, or perhaps they realize they're not going to have much movement with Raquan Davis, Isaiah Bugs, and Deron Payne, and, of course, Deshaun Hand up front. Bo Scarborough now in it running back for Alabama. He's lined up in the pistol formation with two wideouts to the left, Devontae Smith and Ridley, who goes in motion to the right. Here's the handoff to Bo, goes over the right side, carries men with him, picks up three yards on the play behind Ross Piercebaker's lead blocking. It'll be a second down and seven upcoming for the Crimson Tide. Well, that's a buckle your chin strap. We're coming right downhill with the Tuscaloosa Jr., Bo Scarborough. Jerry Judy now checks in for Alabama. He'll go wide right along with Devontae Smith and Calvin Ridley. Wide left is going to be Scarborough, so it's an empty backfield now. Jalen Hurts waits. Scarborough in motion, goes behind his quarterback, gets the lead pass into the far flat, catches made. He'll cut back, break a couple of tackles, and get forward out to the 27-yard line. It'll be a third and three coming up. Little pushing and shoving there, but everything parts peaceably enough. J.R. Reed, the uh, right side safety there to make the stop. I think Bama likes their matchup on the edges with their wide receivers blocking these defensive backs out in open space and then having to get free to tackle Bo Scarborough. That's a positive gain. Now Bama at third and three. Third and three from the 27-yard line. Bama in their own territory. Wideouts, three to the left and one to the right. Man in motion again. Here comes the snap. It goes to the quarterback, and Jalen will get thrown down instantly by Jonathan Ledbetter, the defensive end, and that play loses back to the 25-yard line, and the Tide is going to have to punt this one away. First time we'll see J.K. Scott here today, averaging 42.4 yards per punt on the year. Nicole Hardman, who leads the SEC in kickoff return and punt return average. He is back for Georgia. Backside penetration allowed there. Jonathan Ledbetter, uh, the man that makes the play on Jalen Hurts from behind. Now the snap coming to J.K. Scott. He'll boom it away. Nicole Hardman watches it bounce. It rolls for Alabama down to the 20-yard line, and it is dead at the 20, and that's where Georgia will start first and 10 after a 53-yard punt and no return. Timeouts, 6.54 remaining in the opening quarter. No score here in Atlanta. You're listening to the national championship game of college football. Nick Chubb is the running back. The quarterback is under his center. The center is Lamont... Gilliard. Everybody shifts to the left side. One man wide right. 
Here's the give. They go that way. Runs into the Alabama defense. A pickup of four for Nick Chubb there. First rushing yards of the day for Georgia. Mac Wilson led the Alabama attack defensively. And DeAndre Swift, the other talented tailback, a freshman, was on the field. He was aligned almost like a tight end. Yep. So keep an eye on him as we get into this football game. There could be something up the, the dog's sleeve in terms of that alignment. From now audibles come back under his center. An unbalanced line for the Bulldogs. Single setback. Pitching it out to Chubb. He has a hole far side, but it closes in a hurry as Alabama's Rashawn Evans and Terrell Lewis got there together. And that yawning, gaping hole disappeared in a hurry as they get him put back inside the 26-yard uh, line. Well, the pursuit of the Alabama defense, you can see the white jerseys as they sprinted to Nick Chubb, led by Terrell Lewis. Outstanding play there by number 24. So it'll be a third and five now. Georgia nothing of two in third down conversions. Third and five from their own 26. Fromm is in the shotgun. Three wides right, everybody else in tight left. One running back, handoff, big hole. Mac Wilson makes the stop, but not in time. It'll be a first down out to the 33. Sony Michelle just accelerated right there and picked up the necessary yardage. Yeah, that's what they call a sub run, a third down run. They had three wide outs in the, in the game, stretched to this wide side of the field, and then they just went straight at a six-man box for Alabama. They pick up the first. From their own 33 now, Georgia first and 10. 5-10 remaining. First quarter, there is no score. Bama had a chance, but they missed the field goal. Here now, Trump, the gift to Sony Michelle. He'll wind to the near side and get running room out to the 37. A four-yard pickup before Minka Fitzpatrick comes up and stops him. It'll be a second down and six. Well, as a comparison, those last two runs were touchdowns a, a weekend ago against Oklahoma, but not against this Alabama defense. They, the gaps close very fast, but Georgia cycling through a number of personnel groupings in the early going here in the first quarter. They're now working on a second down and four. From claps his hands, gets the snap, puts the football into the gut of the running back. No chance for Nick Chubb to go anywhere as Alabama stops him in a hurry. At the 40, it'll be a second down, make it a third down upcoming for the uh, Georgia Bulldogs. And Georgia just picked up their first third down conversion a moment ago. They're now one of three in that crucial category for this game. Phil, we're joined here in the booth and we'll hear extensively from Governor Kay Ivey of the state of Alabama. Madam Governor, great to see you. Thank you, Roll Tide. There you go, Roll Tide. Let's watch this third down and three play right here as Fromm waits for the snap. He's in the shotgun. Three wide outs to the left, and now a flag being dropped by the official. Yeah, false start out there on one of the wide receivers. They flinched. And I appreciate the roll tide coming from a, a young lady. The defensive player jumped into the neutral zone, causing the offensive player to react. By rule, that's defense offside. A five-yard penalty, and it results in a first down. That's a first down. I appreciate a, a young lady who's an Auburn graduate who has a dog named Bear to uh, come in and say roll tide. Thank you, ma'am. Well, I'm proud of Team Alabama here. They doing good. They know how to win. You know, folks probably realize, I know you do, that even with all the great businesses in the state of Alabama, more folks probably see the state as a whole through the window of college football than through any other means. Well, this is a, 
this game and this team is a great asset to the great state of Alabama. We are proud to be here tonight. And we're happy to have you. The governor looks on as a handoff is run down quickly by Deron Payne as he got a bit of Sony Michelle and puts him away. You yourself, I'm curious, you yourself are a leader of a team, obviously different than this, but still a team. Do you ever pilfer an idea from whether it's Nick Saban or other coaches in the state on how to unify a bunch of people and have them pull in the same direction? I think both all successful coaches do four things. They listen, learn, help, and lead. And I try to do that too. And of course, the voice of Governor Kay Ivey of the state of Alabama joining us here in the booth. A second down and 10 upcoming for the Georgia Bulldogs now. Out of the shotgun, here's Fromm. Looks right, throws right, man wide open. Catch is made across midfield. Riley Ridley, that's the brother of Alabama's Calvin Ridley, who comes down with the football and picks up the first down. This is quite a night, isn't it? This is a magnificent atmosphere. It is dynamic. Of course, the stadium is just awesome, and the crowd is huge. Do you get, how many games do you get to when, does your schedule allow you to pick up on a Saturday, and whether it's your alma mater at Auburn, whether it's Tuscaloosa, Jacksonville State, wherever UAB, do you get a chance to go to a, a number of games? I've, I've been to about four or five games this year. Have you? Different institutions. Super, super. Well, I didn't know if you had a chance to really get away and spend much time. Well, Eli, that brings up a second down, and, and Governor Ivey, I want you to come down to another game. How about the Reese's Senior Bowl down in Mobile? Come see us at the end of the month. That'll be a good game, too. <laughs> it really will be. Here now is Chubb, the running back. Quarterback is under center. Pressure off the left side. Down he goes! Alabama brought the house, and that time it was Anthony Everett picking up his first sack of the year. And the first sack of the ball game. Well, That's that the kind of stuff, Governor, you don't want to see. You don't like to get blindsided in your business, <laughs> no. do you? Not at all. Where do they have you watching the ball game tonight, other than the visit here? Where do they have you? Uh, you have good seats? I bet you know somebody. <laughs> President Bell was kind enough to invite us to his, his suite. Wonderful. Dr. Bell, of course, and his wife, Susan, the president of the University of Alabama. Here's a third down and 20. With a minute 45 remaining in the opening quarter, Alabama and Georgia no score. Chubb claps his hands three times, gets the snap, hands it off, nothing up the middle. Michelle kicks it to the near side, he'll tightrope down the right sidelines, and finally steps out of bounds at the 26-yard line of the Crimson Tide. Well, another sub run, Eli. That was a conservative call by Georgia. They were just going to take a nibble at it and punt. Alabama into bad field position, but Sony Michelle got the edge. Levi Wallace lost contain. Michelle tightrope down this sideline. The dogs pick up a third and 20 on a run. Here now, Bama substitutes, and a timeout is being taken along the near sideline. The ruling on the field is that the runner stepped out of bounds at the 26-yard line. That ruling is under further review. So the officials out of the Big Ten Conference, Dan Capron, will uh, take a look. So it gives us a moment further to uh, chat uh, with Governor Kay Ivey. I'm curious, and I don't want this to be a political question, but I'm curious. So many politicians have come out of Wilcox County, out of Camden, Alabama, where you are. What, what's going on down there? Well, in the little small rural town of Camden, Alabama, our parents just all taught us how to help our neighbor and be good neighbors and do things that would help improve the community and being active in Boy Scouts or mm -hmm. Future Homemakers of America, et cetera. 
and be engaged trying to help folks if we just grew up that way. I don't think any of us ever aspired to After be an elected review, official. The ruling on the field is confirmed. First down Georgia at the 26 yard line. Media timeout. So the uh, timeout is being taken, but we're going to keep it right here and visit with uh, Governor Kay Ivey and uh, let's learn a little bit more about what's going on in the state of Alabama. We all kind of stay pretty well in tuned to the sports world. What else is going on in the state of Alabama right now? Well, the legislature goes into session tomorrow at noon mm -hmm. and tomorrow night at 6.30 as Governor I'll give the state of the state address. And there I'll share some more really good, great news about our great state. We're making progress. Revenues are up. Unemployment is way down, lowest it's ever been. Wonderful. So that gives us some opportunities. What's the toughest part of being governor? I mean, when you were installed as governor, what maybe surprised you as to the demands on your time or the organizational responsibilities, or, or were you well prepared and you saw what you expected and, you, and that's well, what you got? Having been lieutenant governor for sure. six years, that was a great asset, and presiding over the Alabama Senate gave me a lot of institutional knowledge and relationships. So I came in with that advantage, and for that reason, I strongly support our current order of succession. Sure. Uh, I think the biggest challenge initially was the volume of information on the volume of different subjects that we had to get our arms around. But one of the hardest things to deal with is the executions. I'm sure, I'm sure, without a doubt. We've got a timeout here on the field. You know, the last time I saw you in person, and I don't want to make this about me, it is about you, but I was honored and blessed to be inducted into the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame, and you put that uh, medal around my neck at the dinner in Birmingham. It's really remarkable how many great sports figures have come from the state of Alabama, isn't it? Well, it is, and just think about Right here in Alabama, we've got major collegiate teams, and most states maybe have one outstanding team, right. but we've got more than one, Auburn and Alabama for sure every year. And then to have two teams here from the same conference from the SEC compe competing for the national championship. Well, Madam Governor, it's been an honor to have you stop by. I thank you so much. It's great to see you again, and enjoy the evening, and let's all pull for the Crimson Tide tonight. Amen, and roll tide. Let's roll win. Tide. Great roll to tide. see you. Governor Kay Ivey, the governor of the great state of Alabama. We appreciate so much her joining us uh, here. And it's been a uh, good chat to find out what's going on in the state of Alabama. A minute nine remaining in the opening quarter now. Here's play action as Chubbs gets the fake. Here comes from. He's taken down from behind by Alabama and pulled down neatly by Christian Miller on that defensive stop. So the Crimson Tide, Miller helping the play lose a couple yards on the play. It'll be a second down and a dozen upcoming. Yeah, after that sub run that picked up the first down, Georgia wanted to take a shot at the end zone. The protection broke down, and Christian Miller wraps up Jake Fromm for a loss. Here now is a second down and 12. Football at the 27-yard line. Three wide outs to the left side. Quarterback Fromm gets it, hands it off in the middle, but DeAndre Swift is quickly tripped up. Gets maybe a yard. It'll be a third down and 10 upcoming now. A minute gone. Excuse me, 16 seconds now remaining in the quarter. And it looks as though the Bulldogs are just going to let the clock wind down. One quarter complete. It is scoreless here at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. 
in Atlanta as Alabama and Georgia play for the college football national championship. Our coverage from Atlanta continues in a moment. You're reliving history. More of this classic college game next from Learfield IMG College. You ever see a stranger and know immediately that they were family? Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Earn your degree from the University of Alabama online and become part of a worldwide family. Through Bama by Distance, you'll feel an instant connection. Our student services will guide you from admission to financial assistance to graduation, helping you whenever you need it. Because that's how you treat family. Visit bamabydistance.ua.edu. That's bamabydistance.ua.edu. And rise with the tide. At Window World of Alabama, their motto is the same as it was when they began in 1995. Provide superior products installed by professional craftsmen at guaranteed low prices. It's no wonder that Window World has grown to become America's largest window replacement company. They take pride not only in the quality of their products, but in the service and care they give you from the start of a job to its completion and beyond. Call Window World of Alabama for your free in-home estimate at 205-916-2189 or visit windowworldalabama.com. Window World, simply the best for less. Golden Triangle Regional Airport in Columbus, Mississippi, is proud to be a partner with University of Alabama Athletics. During this trying time, we hope Crimson Tide fans are following proper social distancing protocol to ensure a return to normal activities very soon. When the time comes and it's safe to travel again, we hope you'll consider Golden Triangle Regional Airport as your hub to access the world. For more information, check us out at gtra.com. Stay healthy and roll tide. That's the sound of rush hour. Hello, recess. Mom. Work from home is a lot of work. Even though we're a little further apart right now, we're still in this together. Regions is donating this ad to local food banks to shine a light on them as they feed our neighbors in need. Learn how you can help or get help at regions.com slash food bank. Regions Bank, member FDIC. From Learfield IMG College, this is a classic college game. First quarter in the books, no score. That first quarter of tonight's game is being brought to you by ATI Physical Therapy. Back aches, sore joints, go to ASTIPT.com. That should be ATIPT.com for a complimentary injury screening. ATI Physical Therapy, proud to be serving the Alabama Crimson Tide, our fans, and the community. The first quarter recap now being brought to you by State Farm. There for you when things go wrong, but also here to help life go right. Talk to an agent today at 800 State Farm. Total yards, Georgia 64, Alabama 53. Georgia has 30 passing yards and 34 rushing yards. The Tide has 17 passing yards and 36 rushing yards. First down is three for Bama, five for the Georgia Bulldogs. Time of possession, Alabama, 5.54, Georgia, 9 minutes and 6 seconds. Second quarter begins now. Georgia heading towards the end zone to our left. Here's a third and 11 from the Alabama 27-yard line. Quarterback gets it, hands off up the middle. Bama defense swarms in quickly on Sony Michelle and pulls him down at the 25-yard line. A gain of a couple. Terrell Lewis makes the stop. And Alabama, who missed a field goal in the uh, earlier portion of the opening quarter, 
now looking to see if Georgia maybe will miss one of theirs. Yeah, It'll a be a 41-yard try for Rodrigo Blankenship. Conservative call by Georgia, playing for a field goal here. And Rodriguez, of course, 13 for 13 inside the 39-yard range. Hit a 55-yarder against Oklahoma last week. Snap, spot, Blankenship kicks it. It is up, it is high, it is good. And the Georgia Bulldogs take a three-to-nothing lead over the Alabama Crimson Tide. A 41-yard field goal, Rodrigo Blankenship, the Brombergs forever mark diamond scoring drive will be 14 plays, 55 yards in seven minutes and 40 seconds. And the Georgia Bulldogs on the first few seconds of the second quarter have taken a three to nothing lead. You're listening to the national championship game from Atlanta. Turns out that penalty against Alabama back in the opening quarter, Phil, on that uh, field goal proving costly. Yeah, it was a made field goal on the initial snap and spot, and then after the penalty, Bama misses it, but Georgia comes back and makes theirs. And Eli, interestingly enough, under Kirby Smart, when the dogs score first, they're 15 and three, they're five and four otherwise. So it was important for Alabama to get points on the board just in terms of a trend during the smart and Nick Saban eras deep to our left Trayvon Diggs across the way and Josh Jacobs to the near side Rodrigo Blankenship who has 64 touchbacks on the year booms this one away deep in the end zone Jacobs seven yards deep takes a knee and Alabama on the touchback will start first and ten from their own 25-yard line. Yeah, Blankenship hits 72% uh, of his kickoffs are touchbacks, so Alabama will put it in motion here at their own 20. They've had a lot of time to talk through the offensive strategy after that 14-play drive for Georgia. We're 46 seconds into the second quarter. 3-0 Georgia. Bama sends three wide receivers, Foster, Sims, and Ridley to the left. Jalen Hurts, the quarterback in the shotgun with the running back, Damian Harris, now shifting from the left of the quarterback to the right of the quarterback. Here's the snap, handoff Damian. He'll go left and gets gobbled up by Tyler Clark and Julian Rochester. Play will pick up a yard and a half, but really very little running room right there. Yes, somewhat of a zone read type of scheme for Alabama. And an injured player now for the Georgia Bulldogs. Can't quite see exactly uh, who it was, but as uh, Bama charged to the left side, bodies got intertwined, and uh, the officials are gonna take a uh, timeout here. It'll be David Marshall, the uh, backup defensive end on that side of the line, the sophomore from Thomaston, Georgia, who is the injured player. So. Timeout being taken. The officials will uh, work the clock here and let the, the Bulldog training staff continue to tend to the injured player who remains on his back at the 25-yard line. So you've seen what so far, Phil? Well, so far we've seen both offenses 
really try to stay away from their core offense. I yeah. mean, Alabama's run the edges while they're trying to change it up because these two programs know each other so well. Essentially, you've got Alabama East residing over in Athens. So some different wrinkles in this first quarter to try to break up and change some of the tendencies that maybe they had in terms of their scouting reports prior to this contest. The injured Bulldog now very gingerly getting to his feet, David Marshall. 23 tackles and a sack on the year. Two tackles for loss and a pass broken up. He will walk very slowly to the far sideline with the uh, trainers. He's one of about seven or eight defensive linemen that rotate through uh, this Georgia really front three. They, of course, emanate from a 3-4, much like Alabama. Uh, but hopefully he'll be okay uh, long-term, but uh, that does compromise their depth to a degree. The second quarter of tonight's game being brought to you by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Alabama, a proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. Blue Cross provides peace of mind to their members by delivering access to quality health care in a caring manner. Learn more at alabamablue.com. Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Alabama. We cover what matters. We like, of course, uh, from Kirby Smart standpoint, one of the things that he brought to Georgia was the fact that he knows that to beat Alabama, you have to be mentally strong and have the right frame of mind to withstand the onslaught of Alabama. And of course, they withstood that initial surge by the yeah. tide. Alabama missed their field goal. And so now we settle into a regular football game probably here in the second half. I think we'll see both teams in some ways go back to their bread and butter, if you will. Just getting going in the second quarter. We are a minute and four seconds into this period. Again, having been stopped by an injury to David Marshall of Georgia, who did get up and walk, albeit haltingly, to the far sideline. Here we go now as Alabama looks at a second down and seven from their own 28-yard line. The Tide has Damian Harris lined up in the slot left. He'll go in motion. Quarterback keeps it. Nothing up the middle. Nothing to the right. Nothing to the left. Down he goes. He ran into the arms of DeAndre Walker, the strong side linebacker, and everything broke down there, including the protection for Jalen Hurts. Well, that was a design quarterback run again all the way, and Jalen missed a cut. He tried to take it outside. He missed a cut inside the box. Battle one of three in third down conversions. Here's a third and six on their own 29. Hurts, look out from behind. Hit as he throws. Foster makes, they're going to say it hit the ground. Ridley came up with it on a short hop, and the official right there says no. It hit the ground as Jalen unloaded it just as he got hit. And it is indeed a short hop pickup. Yeah, Derek Jeter kind of play right there. Yeah, Nick Saban pleading for a holding call over there with Malcolm Parrish, who was matched up one-on-one -on -one with, with Calvin Ridley. Now the man who leads the SEC in punt return average, Nicole Hardman. He's deep. J.K. Scott had a 53-yard punt earlier with no return. He'll boom this one again, a beautiful spiral. Hardman waits, 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 backpedals, makes the grab 20, near side 25. He's to the 30, flag on the play, another flag on the play. And 
a stoppage. Cam Sims, I know, was taken down by Georgia's Daniel Harper. Yeah, that's going to push Georgia back most likely here uh, on that return by Miko Hardman. A 55-yard punt, but we'll see where it all ends up as referee Dan Capron from the Big Ten talks it over with his headlinesmen and other judges and referees. Let's listen in. During the return, illegal block in the back, number 47 on the receiving team, 10-yard penalty, first down. That's the one we told you about, taking Cam Sims Media off timeout. the play. And we've got a timeout now. That is the second penalty for a loss of 15 for the Georgia Bulldogs. Timeout, 12.52 remaining in the opening half. It is Alabama trailing 3-0. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. Have you priced a new John Deere tractor lately? SunSouth John Deere has a full line of affordable lawn and tractor equipment this season. SunSouth John Deere has an affordable roster for everyone, from riding mowers to utility vehicles and lots of tractors. Stop by any of the 21 locations across Alabama, Mississippi, and Georgia, or visit sunsouth.com to find out what is right for you. Any budget, any project, SunSouth has you covered. Proud to be the preferred tractor equipment dealer of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Everwood Treatment Company is wood treated right. Everwood is the most technologically advanced pressure treated wood available. That means no rotting, no decay, no problems. Just wood treated right. Everwood is your treated wood source and the official pressure treated lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. If you're looking to add or replace decks, outdoor structures, or commercial jobs, choose Everwood for wood treated right. If you need it, we'll get it to you. To locate your local Everwood store, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, official lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. You hear a lot today about the Bama factor. Well, what exactly is it? It's a saying that Coach Saban uses constantly. It's actually what the program is built on. Commitment, discipline, effort, toughness, and pride. Well, at Dex Imaging, we believe in these same principles. To be the very best we can be, day in and day out. So for all of your business office solutions, put Dex Imaging to work for you. Dex Imaging, the official copier and printer provider of Alabama Athletics. Crimson Tide fans, gear up for the season at Academy Sports and Outdoors. From jerseys and hats to grills and tents, Academy Sports and Outdoors has everything you need for game day for less. Visit any of the many convenient locations in Alabama or shop online at academy.com. That's academy.com. Academy Sports and Outdoors, official sponsor of the Alabama Crimson Tide. From Learfield IMG College, you're listening to a classic college game. Welcome back to the Mercedes-Benz Stadium here in downtown Atlanta. 3-0 Georgia. We're early in the second quarter of play. The second quarter of tonight's national championship game being brought to you by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Alabama, a proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. Blue Cross provides peace of mind to their members. By, de uh, by delivering access to quality health care in a caring manner. Learn more at alabamablue.com. Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Alabama. We cover what matters. Eli, I've talked a lot all week. Every interview I did, I saw talk about 
the, the disjointed nature of what this game was going to bring because both defenses are so fast and physical and they're so well coached, they're going to take away some of your strength and make you play left-handed. And that's really what both sides of the football are trying to do, both from a Georgia and an Alabama standpoint. And that's why this game seems like a proverbial tug-of-war yeah. right now at 3 to nothing for the Dogs. Plus... We've had like uh, eight minutes of uh, commercial breaks here, which is part of business in the first, what, uh, two minutes and eight seconds of play in this quarter. It's tough to get into a rhythm at the same time for the players, I'm sure. Well, no question. It's been difficult to find any sort of rhythm because, again, of these uh, timeouts for the media, then the which injury. means commercials, and then injuries as well. Here we go, as Fromm gets the snap, throws it in the right flat to DeAndre Swift. He'll make the grab. He is pulled down at the 35-yard line. First down for the Georgia Bulldogs. Nothing fancy. Rashawn Evans finally got him. Well, it was a hard play action fake, and then Swift leaked out to the flat. And, you know, he's got 15 catches on the year, whereas Chubb and Michelle have less than 10 apiece. So he is the featured receiver when he's on the field as the tailback. Now Nick Chubb is lined up in the tailback spot. Two wideouts stacked one beneath the other. It'll be a wildcat here as the quarterback goes wide far side. The snap directly to Chubb, looks up the middle, gets a hole, and rushes out to the 40-yard line he'll pick up five yards on that wildcat play before Rashawn Evans and a host of DBs slow him down Eli just noticed a number of reserve players the substitute pattern every play Georgia's changing personnel groupings they're really making this a mental challenge for the Alabama defense with all of the personnel groupings in the formation two wides to the left one to the right Man in motion, Godwin goes to the right side. Here now is the fake give to Michelle. Quarterback keeper cuts around one missed tackle, and he's got a first down out to the 45-yard line. He cut around Rashawn Evans the first time and finally gets pulled down. But uh, nice move by the young uh, running quarterback who has carried for 94 yards on the year. That just puts him over 100. Well, he rarely keeps it on his own read, and that's exactly what he did that time. And then he made... Mac Wilson, who overran the play, miss, and he picks up the first down. Until Rashawn Evans tackles him. 11-22 remaining in the half. 3-0 Georgia. Quickly to the line of scrimmage. Fromm throws it far side. Off the hands of Christian Payne, the fullback, who had swung out into the right flat. Pass had a little too much mustard. It wasn't right on the money. And Payne, who was looking for his first reception of the year, could yeah, not hang on. That was a freshman miss all the way. Just a basic flat route to Payne. He misses him on his back hip. But if you notice, Eli, all the passes are primarily to the edges. Yes. Very few throws between the hash marks. That's been the story all year. Here's a second and 10, Georgia. Ball on their own 45-yard line. Sony Michelle is the running back. Three wide outs left. Nobody wide to the right. Here now the give to Michelle. Goes right. Has to go behind Ben Cleveland, his own right guard. And that allows him to get stacked up by Raquan Davis. He was so quick. He ran up on his own right guard, and that brings up Georgia in a third and eight. They are two of five in third down conversions tonight. And Eli, Georgia's doing a lot of formation 
alignments where they're sending three receivers to the wide side, tied in into the boundary. They call that tray formation. That's something obviously they think that bothers Alabama because you have to decide, are you going to send your corners over there or leave them on the backside to support the run against the tight end? Tony Brown comes running up from a secondary spot. He'll join the men on the defensive front. Here's Fromm stepping back, looks, throws it across the middle, caught wide open. Ridley has it to the near side and out of bounds at the 30-yard line. That is Riley Ridley, the brother of Alabama's Calvin Ridley, thrown to him beautifully, and he picks up the first down to the Bama 30. Yeah, with protection, Fromm's able to scan the field and then hit Ridley coming across on a deep over route. He was behind the linebackers in front of the secondary, well executed there by Fromm. A 23-yard pickup on the play. First and 10, Georgia, from the Alabama 30. DeAndre Swift, the running back. They fake it to two men and now throw it near side. It is caught out of the backfield by Hartman. And Nicole Hartman dances his way down the near side. But there'll be no gain as he got back to the original line of scrimmage, but no farther. It'll be a second down and 10. And again, Hartman came all the way back on what they call an orbit motion. They play fake hard into the line of scrimmage and then try to hit him on a little swing, loopy pass to this near sideline. But Alabama, the speed of their pursuit, kept it to a no game. They've got wide outs, two to the right side, two to the left. DeAndre Swift is the running back. The tight end, that's Harris, goes in motion a few steps back towards the formation. Fromm changes the call. Audibles, play clock winding down. Inside handoff, a quick give. And DeAndre Swift finds some running room to the 26-yard line. It will bring up a second down from there. Third down, excuse me. Third down and six after a pickup of four. Yeah, this is a huge play here because Georgia's in that high red zone area at the 26. You're looking at a 43, 44-yard field goal from here if Bama can get a stop. Really an important down, maybe the most important one so far tonight. Sony Michelle is the running back to the left of his quarterback. Two wides either way. Brom gets the snap, steps straight back, has time, looks left, throws, caught, five-yard line, make it the 10-yard line. Javon Wims with the football. And now are they going to say it was out of bounds? Let's see. No, they're going to give it to him. For a moment, it looked as though the officials were looking at it, but he did come down in bounds, a pickup of 16 yards well, and a first down. The back shoulder fade, hard to defend, and Wims is six foot four. I mean, we mentioned in the pregame, he's a power forward. He goes up and elevates over, over Anthony Averitt. Here now from the quarterback under his center, Gilliard. And now they're going to review this one. They are going to look... The ruling on the field is that the pass was complete. That ruling is under further review. They are going to look at it and see whether his foot came down. One of the officials kind of hesitated. Let's take a look here. We're watching a replay. Well, his hand came down, but his foot was already out of bounds. Yeah, and one hand does not equal two feet, so that will be an incomplete pass. By rule. Think. Yeah. 839. Yeah, it has to be one foot, but the one foot came down out of bounds. We'll wait and see what the officials say. We'll break away for this. 839 to go. 
First half, 3-0 Georgia. You're reliving history. More of this classic college game next from Learfield IMG College. Baumhauer's Victory Grill is open with a new pick-me-up menu for online ordering. It's easy to schedule your pickup at your nearest location on Baumhauer's.com, where the pick-me-up menu has items up to 50% off with family meals as low as $5 per person. Gooey fries, black and white chicken, even our legendary wings. And don't miss our new Gabby's Just Wing It drive through featuring our wings and fries combos at legendary prices. Baumhauer's Victory Grill, legendary fun, legendary food. Payless Drugs is open and serving the Birmingham metro area with drive through and home delivery options at all locations. Payless Drugs provides families with everything they need from prescriptions, immune boosters, over-the-counter needs, nutrient depletion supplements, and more. Call our team at Payless with your needs and we'll notify you when it's ready. Payless values our customers' good health and Payless Drugs delivers right to your door if needed. Visit MyNewPharmacy.com today to make life easier with Payless Drugs. Here's to the original social media. Here's to the original white beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. The original social media since 1975. Miller Lite can be enjoyed at any time and is better enjoyed offline, preferably by three or more friends at a bar. To experience Miller Time, call a buddy right now. In fact, call two. You can do that by using the numbers next to the hashtag on your phone. We used to call it a pound sign. Once you've called your friends, there's no need to look at your phone, not even to see the time. I'll tell you what time it is. It's Miller Time. Hey, do any of you Bama fans work with commercial trucks? What do you do to keep them rolling? Well, I'd get Snyder Fleet Solutions on the job. Snyder provides tire and mechanical service for some of the biggest fleets in the country from 80 locations, including five right here in Alabama. If you haven't seen what Snyder can do, it's time. Whether you've got one truck or 200, check them out at SnyderFleet.com. From Learfield IMG College, welcome back to this classic college game. Welcome back, everybody, to the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, where Alabama now facing some crunch time right here. They trail 3-0, and Georgia looking at a first and goal from the 10. The Tide really at this moment can't afford to go down 10-0. Yeah, the replay reviewed, and ultimately they determined that Wims was in bounds right at the 10-yard line. So Georgia cannot pick up a first down. they got to go the full 10 yards. But Alabama right now in desperation mode to force a field goal, or even better, a turnover. Exactly. Eight minutes, 39 seconds remaining in the opening half. I've got a full sheet of notes over here because Georgia has changed personnel groupings and formations every single snap. They've never done the same thing twice so far against this Alabama defense. Here now Fromm. He has Chubb behind him. Here's a handoff to Chubb. He'll go up the middle. Nothing there. He is put down by Deron Payne. It'll be a second and goal from the 10. No gain as Deron Payne. Well, to me, against the Alabama defense, you're looking at 10 full yards to get a touchdown. You have to throw the football into the end zone. Anything outside of the end zone, Alabama's going to converge and get you down typically. So a good run defensive stop for the Tide. Now looking at second and goal from the 10 for the Dogs. Godwin and Wims are wide right. Sony Michelle is the running back to the right rear of his quarterback. On a second and goal. 
Here now the fake give, the slash inside, and it's incomplete. Levi Wallace was there covering wins on a slant inside. The pass was behind him. Incomplete. It'll be a third down and ten. Georgia four of seven in third down conversions tonight. Yep, that was an RPO again. Fake to the left, throw the slant to the right. Look for Georgia here. Again, something in the end zone, maybe over the top of this Alabama defense, a one-on-one -on -one matchup outside. Empty backfield. Now they'll shift. Sony Michelle comes into the formation, lines up to the left of his quarterback. Three wides right. From looks left. From is flushed. From throws. Nearly intercepted by Alabama across the middle. Sony Michelle was the intended receiver at the five, but Bama brought the house defensively, and this. Whether they get the field goal or not would have to be considered a big stop for Alabama. Well, after you give up the play to Wims at the 10, Bama forces three no yardage gains, two incomplete passes, and now Rodrigo's Blankenship will come in and try to put Georgia on top, six to nothing, but a huge win for the Alabama defense. A 27-yard field goal try. Blankenship hit one earlier. Waiting. Waiting, snap and the spot, the kick is up, and the kick is good. So Rodrigo Blankenship, a 27-yard field goal. And the Georgia Bulldogs have gone on top by a score of 6 to nothing. But, Phil, as we say, that was a win right there for the Alabama Crimson Tide. The Brombergs, forever Mark Diamond, scoring drive, 13 plays. 70 yards in five minutes and 19 seconds. Well, again, Eli, the offense for Alabama's had a long time to discuss and lay out their, their plans for this upcoming drive. The Bama defense has given up 27 plays in the last two drives. So this Alabama offense needs a spark. They've had a lot of time to talk about it. Maybe it can come on a kickoff return, but remember Blankenship Hits nearly 75%, 72 to be exact, into the end zone. Let's check in with Chris Stewart downstairs. Eli, this is a sideline that got a little extra juice from that stop by the defense. You're at a time now where it was, I won't say flat, but it was quiet, it was calm, but now, hopefully, things are about ready to flip for Alabama. Our Cook's Pest Control sideline reporter, Chris Stewart, as Blankenship booms this one nine yards deep. Second touchback, Josh Jacobs makes the grab and they will not be bringing it out. So Alabama will start again, first and 10 from their own 25-yard line. And again, folks, the second quarter of tonight's game is being brought to you by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Alabama, a proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. Blue Cross provides peace of mind to their members by delivering access to quality health care in a caring manner. Learn more at alabamablue.com. Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Alabama, we cover what matters. First and 10, Bama from their own 25. Quarterback keeps it, finds a hole. He'll run for the 30 to the 35-40. He'll cut left to the 50. He'll cut to the far sideline and go out of bounds at the Georgia 45. Big scamper right there for Jalen Hurts. It'll be 31 yards. And after the explosive play, look for Alabama to play some tempo here. I saw Nick Saban right in the ear of coordinator Brian Dable at the end of the last drive, and you could see him saying, we need to play faster. 
Here now into the shotgun formation, or at least the pistol. The handoff to Josh Jacobs. He'll go left. will pick up a yard before Davin Bellamy, the Jack linebacker, stays with him and puts him down. It'll be a second down and nine for Alabama. Seven minutes to go until halftime. Well, both teams trying to use formations to advantage. They got out. Alabama got Georgia separated. Hurts ran through the middle on that first play. Faking the throw right. Jalen, look out behind, and he's going down. First sack of the ball game. Davin Bellamy came from the blind side and puts him down back at the 50. The play will lose seven. Eli, it's a familiar formula. You cannot hold the football against the Georgia defense, just like the Alabama defense. If you hold it, you're dead in the water. Jalen didn't let the football go, and he gets blindsided by Davin Bellamy. Bama one of four in third down conversions. Here's a third and 15 now from midfield. 6-14 to go, first half. 6-0 Georgia. Jalen Hurts claps his hands, hands it to Josh Jacobs. He'll get to the 45, maybe the 44. Now pushing and shoving ensues. The officials jump in between Devontae Smith and Dominic Sanders. But Alabama goes nowhere, and the Tide will have to punt it away. If nothing else, though, it should pin Georgia deep in their own territory. Alabama sitting at the 44-yard line, looking at fourth and 10. They're going to try to play field position here. The last five minutes of the second quarter, first five minutes of the third quarter, we know this is probably the pivotal part of this football game. Let's see if J.K. Scott can pin Georgia inside the 10. Meanwhile, Wims has just gone to the Georgia locker room, their wide receiver. J.K., end under end. Does he kick this one the correct way? He does, out of bounds, three-yard line. Dead, solid, perfect right there for J.K. Scott. 39 yards, left him a couple of yards to spare. And Phil, as I mentioned, Javon Wims, the talented wide receiver for Georgia, just walked off the field into the Bulldog locker room. Yeah, and he's a big receiver on the outside. He's a mismatch player, not necessarily the fastest receiver, but as we saw, he made a play over Anthony Averett earlier that set up that second field goal by Georgia. Now Alabama gonna try to really keep Georgia pinned back. They're starting at their own five-yard line. Directly in front of us, heading right to left as you listen. Nick Chubb is the tailback. He's aligned in the end zone. Gets the handoff, and Deron Payne gets him after a gain of a yard. One yard for Nick Chubb. As the House of Payne wraps him up and puts him down, it'll be a second down and nine. Of course, both teams have all of their timeouts. No reason, obviously, to use them at this particular point. But Alabama trying to get this football back somewhere around midfield if they can force a three and out. This is a rehearsed sequence of plays for Georgia, just like Alabama does it in a typical Thursday practice. Here now, quarterback Fromm comes up to the line of scrimmage, then backs off. Chubb is the running back standing on the goal line. He'll hand it to Chubb. He'll try the right side. Nothing there. He'll get a couple of yards, but Raquan Davis, who, of course, at 6'7", 306, looks like he's growing there, made the stop. It'll be a third down and seven facing Georgia now, deep in their own territory. They are 50%. Four of eight in third down plays tonight. And Eli, we've talked all week about the quarterback 
that not necessarily would make the play, the big plays, but could avoid the critical mistake. Here's Georgia backed up third and seven inside their own 10. Let's see if Bama can force a turnover. Fromm has Sony Michelle lined up to his left. Two wides left, one to the right. Fromm backpedals into the end zone, stands there, throws across the middle, catch is made. It'll be a first down to Riley Ridley out the 24-yard line. Georgia going to Calvin's brother again, a 17-yard gainer. Riley Ridley, folks, on the year had eight catches. Tonight he's got three big ones. Well, that was a, a, a critical completion and unfortunately, Alabama couldn't get it stopped. Levi Wallace gave up inside position to Ridley. He goes across on a deep dig route, and Fromm stares into the teeth of a Bama pass rush. The Tide not able to get to him, and he throws a strike to Ridley. Three receptions for 52 yards. He caught for 136 on the year. Here's Payne and Michelle in the backfield as a quick throw in the right flat. Again, overthrowing the fullback, Payne. Second time that has happened here tonight in the right flat and a second and 10 from the 24 now upcoming for the Georgia Bulldogs. Alabama penetrated the backfield there right at the feet of Fromm and that affected the accuracy of that throw to the edge. 3.13 remaining, clock on the move. 6-0 Georgia. Here's a second down and 10. Sony Michelle the runner. Tight end in motion. Pitch to Michelle near side. Runs up on his own man, and Anthony Averett comes up to make the tackle at the 28-yard line. He ran up on Isaiah Wynn, and that slowed him down, and it brings up now a third down and six. Georgia five of nine in third down conversions here tonight. And that is a number that Nick Saban's not going to be pleased with at all. Georgia moved the sticks a moment ago. They take some of this clock with them. And now the Tide looking at another third down situation, trying to get off the field here in the first half. The tight end, Isaac Nauta, checks in. He's in motion, left of the formation. Sony Michelle is the running back on a third down and six. Fromm backpedals inside the 20, throws down low and complete. He misfired looking for Mecole Hardman at the 40-yard line. And now Georgia will have to punt it away. And this will give Bama a bit of an edge having gotten the field flipped, compliments of the uh, punt by J.K. Scott. The first punt of the day by Nizalik went 49 yards. Trayvon Diggs is the deep man for Alabama, standing at his own 31. Yeah, to an extent, Bama can flip the field here, but remember, Georgia, fifth in the country in net punting, so Nizalik has done a nice job for them all season long, the transfer graduate from Columbia. Nizalik boots it away. It is caught. Trayvon backpedals. Goes to a block in the back. 35-40. It's all nice, but it's coming back. When he reversed direction, that's what happens. When you reverse direction, what become what was a legal block becomes a block in the back. A 49-yard punch. But again, it was looking good. Then when he changed direction, all of a sudden it puts everybody else in peril. There was a flag and a hat. Yeah. So there are multiple, multiple fouls. Multiple fouls here. On this return. But this is going to take away some of the field position that Bama would have enjoyed there. They were outside the 35-yard line on their yeah. end of the field. This the, back, the back judge made both calls. There are two fouls on the play. Illegal block in the back on the receiving team, number 81. 
That penalty is declined. Holding. Number 81 on the receiving team. That penalty is accepted and is enforced 10 yards. First down. So Derek Keith with the uh, double header there. Blocking the back and the hold. Three penalties against Bama now for a loss of 20 yards. And that'll put the football at the... Uh, 25-yard line, I believe. Well, well, Eli, we talked about yep. this juncture of the game. 2.14 left in the first half. Bama's got all three timeouts remaining. We've talked about Jake Fromm avoiding the critical error. That's what Jalen Hurts has to do here with the tide hanging in there at 6-0. Love to see something positive happen here at the end of the first half. It'll be a first and 10 Bama from their own 25. Damian Harris, the running back to the right rear of his quarterback. The throw into the right flat, a screen set up to Damian Harris, and he'll get four yards up the near side out to the 29-yard line. It'll be a second down and six from there. Well, it's a safe, easy throw for Jalen, but as we've seen, to really move the football against the Georgia Dogs, you're going to have to throw the football up the field. Let's see what happens here as this clock hits the two-minute mark, and it's on the march. Second down and six. Hertz gets the snap. Gives to Damien, who gets tripped up by teammates and others. He'll get across the 30 to the 31. It'll bring up a uh, third down and five. Alabama has been held scoreless in the first half of a football game only twice since 2007. Here now the play. Jalen rolls right. Jalen looks and throws. It is onto the Alabama sideline and complete. And it brings up a fourth down and four. Jalen has done a lot of running for his life here tonight. Well, the initial read is taken away, and Georgia uses what you call a muddle rush. They're not getting way upfield and creating those vertical lanes for Jalen to escape and go run for a first down. They stayed right in his grill. They're going to force him to beat that defense from the pocket. He couldn't do it that time. Bama had no separation downfield, and he throws it out of bounds. J.K. Scott, three punts, averaging 49.3. Will boom it away to Nicole Hardman. Spiraling kick. Hardman comes up, makes the grab. 30-yard line. Bodies are blocked into one another. There will be no flags there. And Hardman has the football at the 31 after a 38-yard punt by J.K. Scott and no return. Eli, right now, Bama's on a streak of four consecutive series of three and outs on the offense. So after that initial drive, Georgia has made some adjustments. They've taken away some of the things that Alabama was trying to do in terms of those perimeter throws and runs. And they're really putting the game in the lap of Jalen Hurts and the passing game for Alabama. Meanwhile, Javon Wims has returned from the Georgia locker room, but right now he does not have his helmet in hand or on his head. Normally, an indication that one will not be playing. A minute 19 to go in the first half. 6-0 Georgia. Sony Michelle, the running back, as the Bulldogs start first and 10 from their own 31. Here's Fromm throwing the out route, almost behind the intended receiver, but reaching for it. Riley Ridley, and he'll make a first down grab, an 11-yard pickup on the play. Well, a career night for Riley Ridley. And again, an outside throw on first down, and obviously Georgia's hit some passes in the middle of the field on third down. Here now is the first down play. Fromm stands in, throws left. 
in and out of the hands of the intended receiver, Terry Godwin. That time, it falls off his hands, but he should have held on to it at the 43-yard line, and he taps himself on the chest, says, my bad, and indeed it was. That would have been a big gainer for Georgia. And, of course, the dogs have three timeouts, a minute left, so you, you do the math, that's about seven plays if they can continue to move the sticks. Bama trying to get a stop here on this side of the 50-yard line. Riley Ridley, 62 receiving yards. Calvin Ridley, nine receiving yards. Tonight in the brother battle. Here now from on a second and 10. Looks left, throws, nearly picked off, and over the head of the intended receiver as well. Incomplete, a high pass. Anthony Averett nearly intercepted it, and Terry Godwin nearly caught it, but neither man able to make the play. And it's a third down and 10 for Georgia from their own 41. They are 50% tonight, 5 of 10 in third down plays. Well, you talk about the game-changing error. That was almost it because that was an extremely dangerous throw from Flom to the outside, and Anthony Averett just about had an interception and perhaps a pick six. Sony Michelle, the running back, gets the handoff. Big hole left side. He's got himself a first down across midfield down to the Alabama 46 as he slashed to the left. Got great blocking. 49 seconds to go, a pickup of 15 on the play. Well, another sub run successful for Georgia. Here's Fromm again, stands in, looks and throws that one onto his own team's bench on the far side of the field. And that one is incomplete with 39 seconds now remaining, and there is a flag down. Let's check in with Chris Stewart, our Cook's pest control sideline reporter. Thank you, good. Illegal substitution. The defense had more than 11 players on the field at the yeah. It's a five-yard penalty, and it remains first down. Chris, Alabama couldn't, fourth, yeah, Alabama couldn't decide whether or what they were going to do on the substitution there. You had Raekwon Davis and also Tony Brown. They couldn't make the sub. Bornham got stuck on the field. It was Tony late getting off, and that's why the flag came in. Four penalties, a loss of 25 yards, far different than the clean performance of a Monday night ago against Clemson. 39 seconds to go in the half. Georgia up 6-0. Here's a first and five from the Alabama 40. Fromm tosses it near side to Swift. DeAndre turns the corner and is run out of bounds by Mac Wilson as he gets to the 30-yard line. Yep, that's going to be a first down, of course, for Georgia. 35 seconds on the clock. Georgia got three timeouts. They've got upwards five, six more plays. Alabama's got to withstand this. And look for Jeremy Pruitt to maybe dial up some pressure because remember, Rodrigo Blankenship hit the 55-yarder at the end of the half of the yep. Rose Bowl. And here, they could be in range and make it a two-score game. Bama's got to get a stop outside of the 30, 35-yard line here. Ran behind Isaiah Wynn that time. Now with 35 seconds to go from the 33, first and 10. Here's Fromm, steps up, big hole, lots of running room, 30, 25, 20, 19 yard line. Everybody went all which directions, nobody covered the middle, 14 yard run, and now timeout will be taken by the Georgia Bulldogs. Wow. Georgia, that's their first 30 second timeout. So the timeout for Georgia there first. Well, and right there, Bama lost their rush lane integrity. It opened up. Bama, of course, not really 
respecting the running ability of Jake Fromm. They drop off in coverage by the time they rally to the football. He's picked up 14 yards, and now Georgia inside the 20-yard line of Alabama. It's an interesting sequence of events about to occur here. Kirby Smart, do you feel like you have the, the field goal in your pocket and you play for that, or you take a nibble at the end zone here? You've certainly got time. You've got timeouts, two of them left. But you, of course, there's a risk-reward there. But a field goal for Georgia would be big here because it put the tide down nine to nothing. Total yards, Georgia 205, Alabama 95. Bama has passed for 21 and rushed for 94. Here with Nick Chubb now in the backfield. A first and 10, Georgia from the Bama 19. From backpedal, stands in, looks left, throws left. Catch made at the goal line, and then out of bounds. Terry Godwin at about the three-yard line. He got position and picks up a 16-yard reception down to the three. Yep, and they'll reset the football after the first down. The clock will wind. There's 21 seconds left. Dogs with two timeouts. They've got three shots here at the end zone. Nick Chubb, handoff up the middle. No. He'll get back to the line of scrimmage. Nothing further. Deron Payne stops him, and timeout being called by Georgia. Their second. Georgia, their second timeout. 30-second timeout. Well, again, time is really not a factor here. Georgia's got another timeout left. This is second down coming up. The dogs can run it or throw it here with the timeout in their pocket. If they decide to throw and it's incomplete, they could then come back and run it on third down because they would still have one more timeout to use for the field goal. So Bama has to be prepared for run or pass. And of course, I hate to say it, but a pick play down here yeah. with the Georgia Bulldogs. Remember they ran one against Auburn in the SEC championship game and it was waved off. So they do have that in their offensive package. You wonder what Big Ten officials, how attuned they are to looking for pick plays. Well, I'm sure that they've watched tapes on both Georgia and Alabama to know some of the tendencies. Of course, uh, Georgia would refer to it as a rub play. Alabama's defense yeah. right now would refer to it as a pick play. But this is uh, obviously the biggest moment in this football game so far. It's second and two with 15 seconds left on the clock. Two wides to the uh, right side. Wins wide to the left. Swift, the running back, throw to Wins over his head and complete. They tried to work on the near side They're roughing the passer. And there's going to be a call on Alabama. Personal foul. Roughing the passer. Defense, number 14. Half the distance to the goal. Automatic first down. Yeah. So Deontay Thompson, of course, it's not critical. That's only going to be about well, a yard here. But it is, Eli, because it, it gives him a fresh set, set of downs. Of downs. Yeah. And so now Georgia has at least two, perhaps three shots here from the one-yard line with a stop clock at 12 seconds. It depends on what happens on this first play. Look for maybe a quick throw or something outside, but they do have a timeout, so they can run it here as well. They're going to the Wild Dog. They're going to go to the Wild Dog right here. Nicole Hardman gets the snap. He'll come to the near side. Touchdown, Georgia. Nicole Hardman out of the Wild Dog. 
Well, again, after the back shoulder fade completion, then a roughing the passer penalty, it gave Georgia some extra plays down inside the five-yard line. That wild cat, they call it the wild dog, awfully tough to defend. To defend, And now Blankenship on the verge of putting the dogs up, 13-0 with virtually no time left on the clock, seven seconds. He has hit all 61 extra points that he has tried this year. And now he has hit 62 of them in succession. And the Georgia Bulldogs now lead by a score of 13 to nothing. Rodrigo Blankenship to kick it away to Josh Jacobs, who will bobble it just a bit and cover up, holds on in the end zone. Third touchback of the night for Rodrigo Blankenship, the outstanding kicker for the Georgia Bulldogs, who now lead by a score of 13 to nothing. Alabama's going to go out there, take a knee, take it to the locker room, and down 13, may have a decision to make in terms of the quarterback play to Otonga Valoa. Maybe have to throw Alabama out of trouble here, down by two, two touchdowns. Alabama will get the football to begin the second half, but here at intermission, it's the Crimson Tide. Down 13 to nothing. Stick around, folks. We'll have Chris and the coach. Brought to you by Golden Flake, the official chips of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Nick Saban demonstratively upset on the sideline before, especially after that roughing the passer penalty, Phil. And, of course, that gave Georgia an extra down, if, but they didn't need it. They went to the wild dog. They punch it in the end zone, and Alabama in a very unfamiliar situation here, down 13-0 at the half. And, again, according to my stats, this is the first time since 2007 that Alabama has been shut out in the first half. Here's Chris and the coach. Coach, what's got to change to turn this around? Well, we, we obviously got to do something on offense. We've got no momentum on offense. We can't sustain any drives. We only made a couple big plays. We don't have any first downs. The defense is on the field the whole time. And the defense is making a lot of mental errors, especially on third down where we got chances to get off the field and we're not getting off the field. So they keep sustaining drives on us and we got to stop that. Coach Nick Saban, sounding like we figured he would, Phil. Yeah, of course, third downs have been very problematic for the tie, but it hasn't necessarily been all passing. Those sub runs were very troubling for Alabama. Of course, Sony Michelle broke out of there on the third and 20. That set up the first field goal. And then in that last drive for Georgia, they had another sub run with Nick Chubb to pick up a first down and keep that, that possession alive. Folks, coming up next, the Full Moon Barbecue Halftime Report. And Brian Houseworth will be joined live in the studio by Alabama coach Gene Stallings, who, of course, took Bama to the 1992 National Championship. They will analyze the first half of this one as Alabama now trails at intermission 13-0 to the Georgia Bulldogs. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. At My Eye Doctor, we would never think of getting between you and your screen, except with blue light lenses. Eye strain can happen by spending hours and hours with devices, texting, gaming, binging. Our lens solutions can help minimize the stress and strain of harmful blue light. We welcome all insurances. Eye care and eyewear are better together at My Eye Doctor, doctors of optometry. Schedule an appointment today 
at myeyedr.com. At Alpha Insurance, our goal is to be your MVP, providing you with the most valuable protection. That means saving you money on home, car, and life insurance, and providing championship service from a helpful hometown team. Call Alpha for your insurance needs today, and let us show you why we consistently rank among the top insurance companies in the Southeast for customer satisfaction. So, any homeowners in the audience? Yeah? Okay, all right, get this. The other day, my wife and I went shopping for a new home. You know, a place for the kids to, I don't know, grow up. And we didn't even bother to get pre-qualified. If you shop for a home without getting pre-qualified, people might just assume it's a big joke. Fortunately, Trustmark can get you pre-qualified for just the right amount and help you close on your dream home when you find it. Connect with a loan officer at trustmark.com mortgage. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. A pre-qualification is not a commitment to lend. That's the sound of rush hour. Hello, recess. Mom. Work from home is a lot of work. Even though we're a little further apart right now, we're still in this together. Regions is donating this ad to local food banks to shine a light on them as they feed our neighbors in need. Learn how you can help or get help at regions.com slash food bank. Regions Bank, member FDIC. From Learfield IMG College, you're listening to a classic college game. Nicole Hardman will field the punt as Jonah Williams haltingly walks off to the Alabama sideline. Alabama's got to make sure they protect up here. I mean, Georgia uh, showing perhaps a rush. J.K. blocked. Flags are down. It is blocked, but again, there are flags down. One would guess that Georgia jumped. It's offsides on Georgia. Yeah, they were in there far too quickly for it not to have been a penalty on Georgia. Offside. Defense. Five-yard penalty. That'll bring up a fourth and three. Replay fourth down. Well, the good news, Georgia was offsides. The bad news is, is that there were about six Georgia Bulldogs yeah. that penetrated and were right there in the face of J.K. Scott. Miles McGinty. Yeah, Georgia's going to play return here. The guilty man. And now J.K. booms this one. Nicole Hartman grabs it at the 17. Goes laterally, outraces a couple of men. Big hole, but he's taken down as he crosses the 35 out to the 37-yard line. And now a Bulldog player is down, grasping his left knee. Okay, Cam Sims saved a potential touchdown right there. He was the last man that had a chance to tackle Miko Hardman. He got him on the ground with a big shot delivered there at the 35-yard line. It's one of the two numbers, 19, for Georgia, and I apologize. I don't know them by face. It's either Willie Erdman or Jarvis Wilson. Both men built roughly the same way. One's a wide receiver. One's a strong safety. And... Uh, the injured player reaching for his knee. Hey, folks, a reminder that as an official sponsor of the Crimson Tide, all participating Academy Sports and Outdoor Stores will once again be open for you immediately after the game should the Tide come back and win the championship. But, Phil, if they are going to do it, it looks as though they uh, 
may well be doing it under the leadership and uh, development of Tua Tongovaloa. Yeah, the true freshman, of course, he went one for one there, but ended up being sacked on the third down. And now the pressure shifts to the Alabama defense as they try to force a three and out. And Eli, you know, really since the opening drive, Bama has been on the field a bunch. There's been a 14-play drive, a 13-play drive, and then, of course, at the end of the half, that resulted in a touchdown as well. Now Georgia, Jake from the quarterback. The single running back is Nick Chubb. Two wides either way. Here's the gift to Chubb. He'll go right, spins around, put down by Alabama. Ronnie Harrison, the first man to come up, and then teammates joined him at the 30. Great job by the Bama defensive front to force the Georgia offensive line back. Well, we talked all week about Alabama's run defense on the perimeter, and that time Ronnie Harrison met Chubb at the line of scrimmage and ultimately forced him into a three-yard loss. Second down and 13 from their own 33. Georgia leads 13 to nothing early third quarter. Motion to the near side. Jeb Blazovich, the tight end. Throw to the near side, caught, but Rashawn Evans is there, turns the play backwards, and then it's Isaiah Bugs who will come in and put the receiver down. Great job as they unloaded the football in a hurry on the left side, but Alabama took everything away from DeAndre Swift. Well, tremendous and forced play. Yep. by Isaiah Boggs. He was fortunate not to get called for a face mask, but he brought down he brought down DeAndre Swift with one arm, and Swift goes about 225 pounds. He's one of the best true freshman running backs in the country. So now a third down and 21. Georgia from their own 25. Three wides left, one to the right. The single setback again, DeAndre Swift. He'll get the handoff. Goes right side. Boom! Put down by Rashawn Evans. Backed up by Minka Fitzpatrick. And Alabama now doing a great job defensively as Georgia will punt it away. The Bulldog fans still thought they got cheated out of a penalty flag on that pre penultimate play. Well, Bama gets the three and out that they were looking for to open this second half after Tua Tongo Valoa made his debut in this national championship game. But Bama is one score away from being right in this game. So a really positive start for the Bama D. Pressure, no chance to get to it. It's kicked and taken by Trayvon to the 30-35 of the near side 40. And then he goes out of bounds as he's tackled at his own 42-yard line. A 41-yard punt down the return by Diggs out to the 42. It'll be a 12-yard return for him. We have got timeout taken now with 10.51 remaining in the third quarter of play. The third quarter of tonight's national championship game is being brought to you by the 2018 Kia Sorento, the perfect getaway vehicle. Visit your local Kia dealer or go to kiadealer.com to learn more. 13-0 Georgia to a Tongo Valoa remains in at quarterback for Alabama. First and 10 for the Tide from their own 44-yard line. Well, after a positive return by Trayvon Diggs, of course, Bama tried to bring the heat on Cameron Nizalik. He hit a helicopter end-over-end -end punt short. Trayvon caught it on the run and nurses it out to the minus 44-yard line for Alabama. So, relatively speaking, this may be the best field position the Tide has had 
uh, since the opening drive. Be just joining us, Jalen Hurts, three of eight passing in the first half for 21 yards. Bama offense really sputtered. So the second half begins with Tua Tango Viloa in at quarterback. Alex Leatherwood in now for Jonah Williams at the left tackle spot for Alabama. Tua with Scarborough behind him. Play action fake. Tua stands up. Tua goes long. Looks for Calvin Ridley who dives and misses it at the 10-yard line. Tua aired it out. Looking for Calvin Ridley. He had time. Great work by the offensive line. But the pass just misconnects by that much. Well, that was a play-action fake out of the pistol. The Bama front gives him plenty of time. And Calvin Ridley had a step on Malcolm Parrish. He's the corner that I think is the weakest of the trio. And so Alabama challenges him down the field and unfortunately misses on the connection. Scarborough out of the pistol formation. Two wides left and one to the right. Here's a second down and 10 from the 44. Tua again to throw, stands in. The lefty has to be flushed from the pocket. He'll lower his shoulders, gets across the 45, but there's going to be holding against Alabama on the near side of the offensive line, and there'll be a penalty on the Crimson Tide. It'll be their sixth penalty of the night. There is no foul on the play. The play results in a first down. Now the play does not result in a first down. It was only a pickup of three. It's going to be third. Correct. It is third down. It'll be third down and seven, but there's no penalty on the hold. That's one of the differences between Tua and Jalen Hurts. He looks to throw first yep. and run second, and now Alabama looking at third and seven here. From their own 47-yard line, Bradley Bozeman sees Tua come up to audible. Tua then yells to Bo Scarborough, standing to his left. Three wides right, one to the left. Tua to throw. Stands there, has time. Everybody's covered. Tua now runs to the near side. Cuts back, absorbs three hits. It's around Bozeman. Goes to the left side. He's to the 50. He's forward. He's got a first down to the 44-yard line. What a play by Tua. Tango Valoa. Wow. Georgia underestimated the strength in the lower body of Tua Tonga Valoa. He got hit by three Bulldogs, spins out of it, pirouettes, runs to his left, and picks up the first down. Tua now with Alabama looking at a first and 10 from the Bulldog 44. Play action fake. Tua throws across the middle. Complete first down inside the 30 to Foster. They'll spot it officially at the 28. A 15-yard gainer, and Bama is moving the chain. Well, you can feel the momentum shift. Tua's brought a pep and energy to this offense. He's quick with his decisions, and, of course, the scramble was sensational. Tua, quick release near side. Screen play goes right side. Taken there by Ruggs, and Henry fights his way towards the 20-yard line. It'll be short of the first down by about a yard. He needed the 19. So the pickup of nine on the play. But you're right, Tua releasing in a giant hurry there. Well, he gets rid of the football. And Brian Dable's a professional NFL coordinator. He wants to throw by nature, and Tua's giving him that opportunity here. The fake give and the throw. Sliding catch by Ruggs. First down, down to the six-yard line. Nice throw down low, and Henry Ruggs makes the 14-yard grab. Well, that was right in the face of a pass rush, and Tua whipped it with the left hand low and safe to Henry Ruggs the third. First and goal from the six. 
seventh play of the drive. Tua has Scarborough to his left. They're all using hand signals to communicate against the din of the crowd. Twice he claps his hands. Tua gets the snap. He'll throw into the back of the end zone. Touchdown! Henry Ruggs, thank you very much. Alabama in business with a touchdown on this drive with Tua Tangovaloa showing the way. Well, Henry Ruggs is on the deep, or on the far outside right. They call what they term a spin concept. Inside receiver goes up, hooks up, and then Ruggs goes over the top, across the back line of the end zone. Tua stands tall and delivers a Hawaiian strike for the touchdown. That was a Hawaiian punch right into the face of the Bulldogs. Six yards. Extra point try, Andy Papanastas. And it is up and good. Chris Stewart, a whole lot of energy on that Bama sideline now. Powder keg on the sideline, and the first guy out to greet Tua didn't even get near the hash. The guy that came out to greet him, Jalen Hurts. And that's what being a teammate is all about. The Brombergs forever mark Diamond scoring drive. Seven plays, 56 yards in one minute and 59 seconds. Bama's in business. It's Georgia 13, the Crimson Tide 7. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. Golden Triangle Regional Airport in Columbus, Mississippi is proud to be a partner with University of Alabama Athletics. During this trying time, we hope Crimson Tide fans are following proper social distancing protocol to ensure a return to normal activities very soon. When the time comes and it's safe to travel again, we hope you'll consider Golden Triangle Regional Airport as your hub to access the world. For more information, check us out at gtra.com. Stay healthy and roll tide. Chances are, right now, you're thinking of what's best for you and your family. How to stay safe and healthy. You're thinking of your job, your neighbors, your downtown community, everything but your car. We understand. Just know that Mercedes-Benz is thinking about it. We're thinking of everything car-related for you. So that when the time comes, or should the need arise, we'll be here waiting to hear from you. And absolutely ready to help. Thank you, Alabama fans, for your continued support of Golden Flake potato chips, pork rinds, cheese puffs, and our great-for-dipping tortillas. We are dedicated to making our product available to you and your family now more than ever. So we hope you'll continue to celebrate Alabama championships with your favorite bag of Golden Flake champion chips. Experience the simple southern goodness of Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. I know what you're thinking. The perfect radio voice. I gargle silk. I do vocal cord Pilates thrice daily. Perfect's not easy. Just ask Red Diamond. Since 1906, Red Diamond has been obsessed with crafting the perfect brews. Hand-picked beans and leaves from the world's finest fields. The purest blends refined along the way. No shortcuts, no compromises. Perfect's not easy. I mean, perfect's not easy. Red Diamond Coffee and Tea. Expect perfection. From Learfield IMG College, welcome back to this classic college game. Let's check in with Chris, our Cook's Pest Control sideline reporter. Yeah, Eli, I've just got a quick question for Phil Savage. You've broken down a lot of film in your life. 
How difficult is it right now for the Georgia coaches with so little film on Tua to try to scheme for what Alabama's about to well, do? Well, they with had him? to know that there might be an occasion for Tua time. You just wouldn't think it would happen in the national championship game. But you're right. They're over there talking right now about he's a left-hander. He obviously can scramble. And they're trying to readjust their game plan. I tell you, he lifted the momentum of the Alabama end of the field and that bench. I'm sure you can feel it down there on the sideline. Nicole Hartman is deep across the way, and Elijah Holyfield, son of the real deal, is deep to the near side. <laughs> Wonder if somebody's going to try and bite his ear off as they go by. <laughs> Here now as a kick goes to the far side. Hartman a yard deep in the end zone. Comes out to the numbers. Down he goes. Down goes Hartman as Bama was inspired and came calling with special teams tacklers. Well, Eli, I know we're on radio, but you can visually see the acceleration, the burst. This entire Alabama team has been lifted by Tua Tonga Valoa in that performance on the last drive. Let's see if this Bama defense can dial it up and get a three and out here inside the 10 yard line. Now from the eight yard line, here comes Georgia. Out of the huddle, they'll walk to the line of scrimmage. By the way, that was Brian Robinson who made that great open field tackle on special teams for Bama. I don't believe I mentioned his name. Here now is Fromm, play action fake, throws near side, catch made on the fingertips by Godwin, and he's out across the 20 with a first down to the 21-yard line. you got to give credit where it's due. Great throw and catch from uh, the quarterback to Godwin for 14 yards. Yeah, that's their version of the RPO, the run pass option, except Fromm rarely runs it. He just play fakes and threw a strike to Godwin on the inside of Anthony Averitt. Two wides to the right, one man, Godwin, wide to the left. The running back is Nick Chubb. The Bulldogs look to the far sideline. Play being signaled in. Chubb positions to the right of his quarterback. Here's the snap, the gift to Chubb. Here comes Everett, and Anthony gets him down. Anthony Everett, the right cornerback, shot the gap and got Chubb in the backfield. A big-time loss all the way back to the 13-yard line. It's going to be a second down and 18. Well, give credit to Jeremy Pruitt, the defensive coordinator. He dialed up the corner cap into the boundary. Georgia runs the sweep, and Anthony Averett is right there in the face, or actually at the lower body of Bradley or uh, Nick Chubb to force the negative yardage play. Second down and 18 from their own 13. The gift to Chubb goes right side. He'll fight to the 20-yard line. Deron Payne and others are there to make the stop, and it'll bring up a third down and 10 now. He got eight yards back, maybe uh, missed by a yard. He got seven back, so it'll be a third down and 11. Georgia, six of 12 and third down. Yeah, Bama's been consistent in terms of laying off and trying to play coverage and get a rush with four. Maybe Jeremy Pruitt decides after the half to dial up some pressure here on the true freshman. Sony Michelle, left of the quarterback, gets the snap. Fromm stands in, Fromm goes long, a man behind the D, makes the grab, right sideline, it's Nicole Hardman down the right sideline for a Georgia touchdown. There is a flag, however, on the field. We'll wait and see what it is about. Well, what a beautiful throw by Jake Fromm. He laced it right over the shoulder of Nicole Hardman. 
the officials out of the Big Ten Conference, led by referee Dan Capron, a lawyer from Chicago. Let's see what he says. Sideline interference penalty against Georgia. It's enforced as a dead ball foul. The touchdown is good, and the penalty will be enforced 15 yards on the kickoff. It'll be an 80-yard play. 80 yards. Well, Hardman is a difficult matchup in the slot, and he's going against Tony Brown, the fastest player on the Alabama team. But he got behind him, and then he shook free from the senior, and Hardman goes into the end zone for an 80-yard touchdown bomb. Now the extra point by Rodrigo Blankenship. Four plays, 93 yards. The ruling on the field of a touchdown is under further review. Four plays, 93 yards in two minutes. We're watching the replay to see if Hardman went out of bounds. Well, he kicked Tony Brown, who was out of bounds. But I don't believe his foot ever went out. We're watching it again. It looks like he stayed in. He kicked Tony Brown inadvertently. Everybody's looking up at the big screen. His left heel might have been touching the white. They'll have to uh, replay that. If he is out of bounds, it'll be around the 20-yard line or so. After review, the ruling on the field stands as called. It's a touchdown. The Brombergs for Evermark Diamond scoring drive. Four plays, 93 yards in one minute and 55 seconds. Well, that was the last thing Alabama wanted to have happen. An explosive play over their heads, but Georgia gets it done from to Hardman for 80 yards. Rodrigo Blankenship for the extra point. He hasn't missed one all year. He still hasn't. So it's now 20 to 7. Alabama gets the corner cat. Uh, negative yardage play, second and 18. Then give up a short run for a third down situation. And on third and 10, the dogs go over the top for a touchdown. Well, there's still lots of football to be played. We've still got 6.52 remaining in the third, but Bama has to answer now, Phil. Well, Bama, of course, answered on that last drive with Tua Tonga Valoa, but look, a lot of time left. We're barely across the midway point of the third quarter. Uh, this pacing has been fairly frenetic for two teams that usually take the air out of the football, but I expect Alabama to now have some answers offensively. They, they had Georgia off balance with the RPOs on that last drive, and Tua Tonga Valoa to Henry Ruggs III. And Eli, when Bama came out at the beginning of the second half, Tua went up to Ruggs, and they did one of those choreographed handshakes, yeah. high fives, and you can tell those two have worked together in practice a ton throughout this season.
That 15 yard penalty is assessed here on the kickoff. So they're going to kick the ball from the 20 yard line to Diggs or Jacobs. It's a good kick. Jacobs from the 5 to the 10, 15, 20. Cuts through Batties, gets to the 25 yard line, and that's where Alabama will start. So a 20 yard return. But again, some great work on special teams for the Georgia Bulldogs. So the penalty really doesn't hurt them because they had it been a touchback, Bama still would have started from the same spot, the 25. I'll tell you, you're impressed with the leg strength of Blankenship. He he drilled that ball down the middle of the field, and it looked like there was a lot of room ahead of Josh Jacobs. But those red jerseys closed in on him, and Alabama's got 75 yards out in front of him here to get another touchdown. Two wideouts, Ridley and Jerry Judy to the near side. Two wides to the far. First and 10, Bama from their own 26. To a Tungo Valoa, the quarterback. Ridley in motion, goes behind the quarterback. Tua looks, Tua steps up, Tua slides, Tua throws long. It's going to be caught on a one-hopper. No. It was caught, but the one-hopper, says the official, and Devontae Smith agrees and trots back to the line of scrimmage. Well, Bama went four wides that time, Eli. They're not what they call a red team, four wides, but they put them out there, and now Irv Smith Jr. goes back on the field. This is typically the set that Bama's in. Three wides and a tight end. Of course, Irv is detached, though, as a wide receiver. On the second and 10, Tua rolls to his left. Tua hit as he throws. It's intercepted at the 40-yard line by the Georgia Bulldogs. DeAndre Baker with an interception. And Georgia's got it going the other way. That was a designed sprint out. There is a flag on the far boundary, Eli, but that was designed sprint out for Tua Tonga Valoa to the left, his throwing side. I think Alabama may get this ball back. Sideline warning. Assessed against Georgia. That's their first. There's no. Nope. That was their second, was it not? Let's check in with Chris downstairs. Eli, they called sideline interference on that first play, which True. happened during the touchdown. And, and frankly, I'm not sure of the difference, but I think it was because someone got in the way of the official on the touchdown play. That's why it was phrased differently. That's why the infraction was different. But they're still talking. But the officials are still talking, but I think uh, they have basically come to that conclusion that uh, the interception will stand for DeAndre Baker. It'll be his third of the year, Phil. Yeah, and that was just, again, a sprint out to the left for Tua Tonga Below, and it looked as if Calvin Ridley thought that Tua was going to take off and run because he had actually turned upfield. His back was to the, the line of scrimmage. That ball was thrown high. Baker goes up for the interception. I tell you, now the Alabama defense really has to rise to the occasion. 632 remaining in the third. Georgia on top 20 to 7. The third quarter of tonight's national championship game being brought to you by the 2018 Kia Sorento, the perfect getaway vehicle. Visit your local Kia dealer or go to kiadealer.com to learn more. Well, Georgia's going to take over possessions ball on the plus 39 on the Bama side of the 
of the ledger here. And of course, they consider this the high red zone. Bama needs to get Georgia stopped in their tracks right here to force a punt rather than a long Rodrigo Blankenship field goal. Bama played a far different ball game against Clemson last Monday night. Well, it was a different, different kind of matchup. Yeah. So completely different. Clemson's more of a spread type of team with a running quarterback. Obviously, they had a, a very noteworthy defensive front. But this Georgia team is built very similarly to the Alabama squad. They emanate from a 3-4. They like to run the football. But Jake Fromm has really been the difference tonight. He's been careful with the football. And, of course, he just made a, an explosive 80-yard touchdown pass to Miko Hardman. Right now, he's had the better of the Bama defense. And you look at the third down statistics, uh, at this point, Georgia 7 for 13 in this game. Some of the numbers, 309 yards for Georgia. 212 passing and 97 on the ground. Bama 152 yards total, so 152 to 309. 67 passing and 85 rushing. Time of possession, Georgia still about 10 minutes more than the Tide, Phil. Yeah, and of course, uh, they're going to roll up a few more minutes here after the interception, two plays into that last possession for Alabama. So here we go, the Georgia Bulldogs now after the interception. First and 10 from the Bama 39. Sony Michelle, the running back. Tight end, Blazevich, left side. Quarterback from under pressure, stands in, throw, tipped, intercepted, Raekwon Davis. Raekwon to the 50, Raekwon down the, the near side. He's to the 40-yard line. Raekwon Davis with an interception for the Alabama Crimson Tide, and now the pendulum has swung the other way. Well, Eli, if, in fact, Bama can come back and win this game, we've got our turning point, because that was it. Georgia ready to put the hobnail boot on, George, on Alabama's throat, and Raekwon Davis comes up with the tipped interception. That ball actually went off the head of Deshaun Hand, who was rushing Jake Fromm, who was just bragging about Fromm protecting the football. But the big fella from Meridian, Mississippi, makes his presence felt here in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. A 20-yard run back, now Bama. First and 10 from the Georgia 40. 6.21 to go in the third. Lots of football yet to play. Georgia 20, Alabama 7. To Atongo Valoa. Play action fake. Rolls to his left, directs traffic. He'll run. 40, 35. Spun down at the 33-yard line. It'll bring up a second down and a deuce. Second and a couple for the Crimson Tide. Well, the thing about two is when he gets to the apex of his drop, Eli, he's always moving forward. So when he takes off or his eyes are downfield, there's a purposefulness to his running. Here now the second down and two. Tua gives to Damian Harris. He'll get the first down as he fights and fights and fights some more down to the 25-yard line. Pickup of seven on that play. Wow, what a big-time turnover by that Bama defense Ooh. off the head of hand into the arms of Davis, and now Alabama on the march. From the 25, first and 10, Tua steps back. Pressure, blind side, throws towards the end zone. Caught by Sims, but out of bounds. 
caught by Cam Sims, but clearly out of bounds at the back of the end zone. Well, the thing about Tua right now that Georgia has to be concerned with is that these passes are going way downfield. Yeah. It's not just all underneath. And so he has threatened the field horizontally with his legs and down the field with his legs, with his arm rather, and that has really put the stretch on this Georgia Bulldog defense. Jerry Judy is in for Sims. Here's a second down and 10, Bama from the Georgia 25. Tua stands in, looks and throws into the middle. A screen, it's caught, then dropped and incomplete. A center screen to Calvin Ridley. He couldn't hang on to it. And one guy, actually, Dominic Sanders, had his eyes on an interception, but yeah. could not come up with it either. Alabama got away with one there. The ball got away from Calvin Ridley. Tried to make a one-handed juggling catch. It ricocheted up into the air. And Bama avoided disaster there, now looking at third and 10 from the 25. Bama two of eight in third down conversions tonight. Wide outs either way. Might tight man-to-man -man coverage. Tua in the shotgun. Sends Judy in motion. Tua looks, throws across the middle, incomplete. He had to unload it in a hurry because he was being chased from behind. He was looking for Henry Ruggs, but couldn't find him. And now a field goal try by Andy Papanastas. Yep, and of course, Joe Panunzio, the special teams coordinator, he looks at Coach Saban. Coach Saban said, send him out there. So here's Andy Papanastas from the dead center of the field. This one will be 43 yards away from he, the middle. He hit a 46-yarder against Colorado State earlier this year. This is a 43-yarder. Scott Meyer will snap it. J.K. Scott puts it down. Kick right down the middle. Thank you very much. Bama still needed that score right there. Well, they did, but that's a win for Georgia. That was an, a game-changing interception for Alabama, a momentum-changing event, and Georgia rose up in the high red zone again, and they forced the field goal from Alabama. The Brombergs, forever Mark Diamond scoring drive, six plays, 15 yards in one minute and six seconds. So let's do the math here. You know me and my math, it's not that great. You write it down, Phil. Raekwon Davis, 306. Deron Payne, 308. What's that? 614, 614 pounds. The combined weight of the men who made interceptions last week and this week. Well, Bama, again, it was the pass rush and making Jake Fromm throw over the top rather than through uh, the gaps in the defensive front. It ricochets off of Deshaun Hand's headgear, and Raekwon Davis picks up the, the interception. Alabama picks up three points, now down 10, with still five minutes and 15 seconds left in this third quarter. Here's the kick. Nicole Hartman, two yards deep in the end zone, takes a knee. Second touchback of the day. Kicked by J.K. Scott as we pause 10 seconds here. A little pushing and shoving, and a flags come flying in. Tony Brown was in the middle of that. Makai Brown was in the middle of that. After the play was over, unsportsmanlike conduct, number 48 on Alabama. That's a 15-yard penalty, and that's number 48's first unsportsmanlike foul of the game. That was Makai Brown. He and Tony Brown both there. Nick Saban is just 
livid on the sidelines. Well, every yard is precious in this game, especially when you're trying to scrap to get back into it. Instead of starting at the 25, now Georgia starts at the 40. That's the sixth penalty on the tide for a loss of 41 yards. Stations, we owe you a station ID. We will get to it here in the next moment or so. But Georgia's coming to the line of scrimmage, so we'll stay right here with the play. First and 10 from the 41. Three wides to the left side. Chubb is the running back. Here's the give. Chubb up the middle. He'll get five yards to the 45. Eli Gold, Phil Savage, Chris Stewart, and McCrew. 4.48 remaining, third quarter here in Atlanta. Georgia up 20 to 10. Here's the give to Chubb, nothing there. Bama puts him down. That play will lose. A yard and a half back out to the 44 of Georgia. When the last time Georgia was in a third down situation, they went over the top of the Bama defense for 80 yards. Now they're looking at third and six with 4.15 and counting in this third quarter. Sony Michelle, eight carries, 61 yards. Nick Chubb, 13 carries, 16 yards. DeAndre Swift, four carries, 15 yards. But I've been doing a pretty good job on the Georgia runners. Here now is the third down. Fromm steps back. Fromm looks. Fromm airs it out to the sideline. It is caught. And then stepping out of bounds is Riley Ridley. Somebody needs to go down there and tell Calvin to slap his brother a little bit well, here. There's those outside throws. That's where Fromm is his most confident. And that time it was Riley Ridley matched up on Levi Wallace. He beat him to the sideline for the first down. First and 10, ball now at the Alabama 43-yard line. Heading to our left, Sony Michelle. Now in at the running back spot. Three wides left and one man wide to the right. That's Ridley. Here's the give to Michelle. Big hole. Pulled down, though, by Mac Wilson as he threatened to get gone in a hurry. And Mac reached out and grabbed him as he went by. Nice play by Mac. Christian Miller also on the scene there, blitzing through and couldn't quite make the play. I, I tell you what, again, a week ago in the Rose Bowl, that's a touchdown. But Mac Wilson, with the strength from his inside backer position, able to drag down Sony Michelle after a pickup of five yards. So it's second down and five. Ball at the Alabama 38. Three minutes to go. Third period. Georgia up 20 to 10. Two wides right side. Handoff. No, the quarterback will keep it. And he is not fooling anybody defensively. And he gets thrown down back in the 40-yard line by Mac Wilson who is there to make the play with Christian Miller watching and cheering him on. Yeah, and he tried to rough up the Georgia quarterback, probably got away with one there in terms of a personal foul. The officials let it go, but Bama dodged a huge error right there. Mac Wilson shoving the back of the head of Jake Fromm. Shaheem Carter now checks in for Alabama in the defensive secondary. Here's a third and six. Georgia from the Alabama 39. Fromm waits off the far hash mark. Gets the snap, back pedals, looks to throw, does on a curl route. It's knocked out of the hands of the receiver. Incomplete. Riley Ridley separated from the football by Levi Wallace, who makes a huge play. Well, I tell you, Eli, 
We've talked about Levi Wallace all season. It was in this building that he stepped in for Trayvon Diggs, took over the left cornerback role, and what has been the main characteristic for him, never giving up on a play. That time the Georgia receiver had both hands on the football, but he was able to pry it loose and force the punt. Here now is a rugby-style kick by Bryce Ramsey. It is fielded by Trayvon Diggs at the 20-yard line. Bryce Ramsey, a quarterback in his fourth appearance this year for the Georgia Bulldogs, and Alabama will have the ball from their own 20-yard line after a 19-yard punt. A minute 55 remaining in the third. Well, some trickeration there for the Georgia punt team. They had Bryce Ramsey in there. He's, of course, a, a quarterback by trade, and they were looking to see if Bama dropped coverage. They didn't, so then he pooches up the left-footed rugby-style punt. Now Alabama starts at their own 20. First and 10 to Atongo Valoa as the quarterback. Gets the snap, hands off the ball. Scarborough turns it north-south after starting east-west. He's got a first down out across the 35 to the 36-yard line. 16 yards on the run by Bo Scarborough. Well, first time in two weeks we've seen Bo Scarborough get headed north and south with some room to run. He picks up 16 yards. Empty backfield, five men in the formation. Tua Tongovaloa in the empty backfield, steps back into the shotgun. The snap from Bozeman. Waist high, throw across, caught by Ridley. He'll spin inside of a defender and get thrown down at the 42-yard line. Play picks up six. It'll be second down and four upcoming for Alabama. Well, again, Georgia, they now counter with their nickel package. Four down linemen, two linebackers, five, five people in the secondary trying to combat this Alabama throwing game. Second and three, handoff Scarborough, nothing. He's lucky to get back to the line of scrimmage. It'll be a third down and three from Alabama's own 43-yard line. Marshall came shooting in. That's the defensive end on the right side to make a big stop. Well, this has to be your most secure passing play to pick up three yards. Tonga Valoa with Scarborough to his left. Three wides right, one left. Throw to Scarborough. Makes the catch, but he is hit and put down immediately by the defense. That was Roquan Smith, the outstanding linebacker, to make the play. Well, he was man-to-man -man with Bo Scarborough, and that was that little shoot route where Bo takes off out of the backfield down that near boundary. Roquan Smith, he's the closest thing I've seen to a Ray Lewis type of defender. I know he's been compared to Reuben Foster, but he is the emotional leader of this Georgia defense. Now Terry Godwin is back to field a punt from J.K. Scott. Sky high, that spiraling punt, fair catch, says Godwin. And he'll make the grab, standing at his own 10-yard line. And that's where, after a 46-yard punt, the Georgia Bulldogs will be going to work first and 10. Well, Eli, they're going to let him play here. We had no rhythm in the first half. We've got governors visiting and presidents potentially coming in and a ton of timeouts and commercials. Now this second half, they've let this game get some rhythm. There's a definite back and forth type of feel, and Alabama gets a chance defensively to throw a counter punch with Georgia backed up at the minus 10 yard line. Eight seconds remaining in the uh, period. Third quarter, 
Georgia comes to the line of scrimmage. They'll start first and 10 from their 10. Fromm claps his hands. Hand off up the middle. Sony Michelle gets a couple of yards as this quarter will come to an end. It is Alabama down 20 to 10 after three quarters here in Atlanta. You're reliving history. More of this classic college game next from Learfield IMG College. You hear a lot today about the Bama factor. Well, what exactly is it? It's a saying that Coach Saban uses constantly. It's actually what the program is built on. Commitment, discipline, effort, toughness, and pride. Well, at Dex Imaging, we believe in these same principles. To be the very best we can be, day in and day out. So for all of your business office solutions, put Dex Imaging to work for you. Dex Imaging, the official copier and printer provider of Alabama Athletics. Crimson Tide fans, gear up for the season at Academy Sports and Outdoors. From jerseys and hats to grills and tents, Academy Sports and Outdoors has everything you need for game day for less. Visit any of the many convenient locations in Alabama or shop online at academy.com. That's academy.com. Academy Sports and Outdoors, official sponsor of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Baumhauer's Victory Grill is open with a new pick-me-up menu for online ordering. It's easy to schedule your pickup at your nearest location on Baumhauer's.com, where the pick-me-up menu has items up to 50% off with family meals as low as $5 per person. Gooey fries, black and white chicken, even our legendary wings. And don't miss our new Gabby's Just Wing It drive through featuring our wings and fries combos at legendary prices. Baumhauer's Victory Grill, legendary fun, legendary food. Payless Drugs is open and serving the Birmingham metro area with drive through and home delivery options at all locations. Payless Drugs provides families with everything they need from prescriptions, immune boosters, over-the-counter needs, nutrient depletion supplements, and more. Call our team at Payless with your needs and we'll notify you when it's ready. Payless values our customers' good health and Payless Drugs delivers right to your door if needed. Visit MyNewPharmacy.com today to make life easier with Payless Drugs. From Learfield IMG College, this is a classic college game. The third quarter of tonight's game brought to you by the 2018 Kia Sorento, the perfect getaway visit, uh, vehicle. Visit your local Kia dealer or go to kiadealer.com to learn more. Total yardage, Georgia, 333, 225 passing and 108 rushing. Bama, 191 yards, 75 passing, 116 rushing. First downs, Bama with nine, Georgia with 20. Total plays, 45 for the Tide and 62 for Georgia. Time of possession, 17.46 for the Tide and 27.14 for the Bulldogs. Meanwhile, we'll check with Chris Stewart here in just a moment. Chris, it looks like there's some medical problem on the Alabama sideline. What can you tell? Yeah, just Kyrie McDonald has been loaded onto a, a stretcher for Crimson Tide, and I've not been able to get any word as to what the injury was, what the status is. But it's not just it's not the orthopedic staff; it's the training staff, and the and uh, it is sports medicine that I see with him right now. But we'll give you more details when we have them. All right, Chris, thank you. On a first play here, Sony Michelle on a second and seven goes up the middle, picks up 12 yards. 
for the uh, first down for the Georgia Bulldogs. We're now in the fourth quarter. Alabama needs to get the ball back. Well, Alabama's got to get a stop and keep Georgia in the place. They couldn't do it there. The, the dogs pick up a first down off out of the shadow of their own end zone. Here's Michelle. Goes left, runs into a couple of men, runs hard right through them, and gets out to the 27-yard line. Terrell Lewis makes the stop again. Uh, Kyrick McDonald is the man who has uh, got some problem on the Alabama sideline. Uh, they loading him onto a stretcher, and we'll update you if we get any uh, information. Here's a second and five now, Georgia, from their own 28. Sony Michelle stays in. Gets the handoff, big hole, secondary, first down, over the 40 to the 41-yard line. This starts to remind you of the latter stages of the game against Clemson last year when Clemson started running all these plays and got up to 99 snaps. Well, of course, in this case, it's on the ground. Georgia has used that tray formation, tight end into the boundary, three wide receivers together out to the wide side of the field. They've created these six-man boxes, and they've been able to block Alabama up at different times on the ground. Nick Chubb is now in. Hand off to him. He'll go the left side across the 45 to the 46. A pickup of five on the play. 13-19 to go in the ball game. And Georgia on the move, and of course that clock just dribbles off a, a second by second. But that Bama, they're down 10. But more importantly, they need a stop. They've got to get the football back here without giving up any more points. Here's a second and three officially from the 48s. From handoff, Chubb, nothing that time. He got stopped at the line of scrimmage. Play will actually lose a yard. Mac Wilson contained and controlled, and then Rashawn Evans. Well, the Georgia offense has done the job on this drive. They started at their own 10-yard line, and they've moved it all the way out to midfield. So even if Bama gets a stop here, the Tide offensively will take over this football inside their own 20, most likely. Georgia, 8 of 15 in third down conversions. Here's a third and, excuse me, a third and four. They need to get to the Bama 49. Fromm stands back under pressure. Raekwon Davis put him down. Sack number three of the ball game. That was huge right there because Georgia will punt it away, but Alabama will not be pinned quite as deeply, one would hope. Well, he is a mountain of a man from Meridian, Mississippi. The Meridian freight train just hit Jake Fromm, and now Trayvon Diggs is going to field his football probably on the plus side of the 20. Nizalek punts it away. It bounces. Trayvon's got it. It's 18. 17 and down he goes. He is snowed under there. Well, Georgia is a mirror image of Alabama. They're going to make Alabama drive the length of the field. And that was a field position drive all the way. Nizalek hits the end over end punt. Trayvon has to let it bounce. And now the tie will take over inside their own 20. 11-39 to go on the ball game. Bama down by 10. Well, Alabama needs points of any kind here. A field goal or a touchdown brings it back to a one score game. 11-39 left. You can run your offense. But the offense with Tua Tonga Valoa is throw first, run second. 
to a 7 of 13 passing, in 54 many, yards. In many ways, it's a call pass, check to run type of offense and proposition for Tua, but they're going to have to do it in noise. Alabama, offensive front-wise, will have to keep their poise against this Georgia defense urged on by this ginormous Georgia crowd here in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Remember, Georgia led 21-10 in the third quarter in the 2012 SEC Championship game. Bama won the ball game. Here's Najee Harris now to the right side of Tua. Hand off to Najee, finds a hole, breaks free. Najee's into the secondary across the 30. First down out to the 33-yard line. Still lots of time, 11.32 remaining in the game. A 15-yard run for young Najee Harris. Well, that's your USA Today All-American backfield. Tua Tonga-Valoa handing the football off to Najee Harris out of Antioch, California. First and 10 from the 33. Tonga-Valoa has Najee lined up in the pistol formation behind him. Two wides left until Sims goes in motion. Play action fake. Tua throws right side, Sims grabs it, first down, far side 40, spins off two men, 45, out to the 46, and Alabama again with a big first down right there, the tackle by Trenton Thompson, the defensive tackle yep. who somehow stayed with that play. It is so evident up here how quick Tua's eyes are, he can really process the reads, that time he looked down the middle of the field, then dropped it off on that bubble pass to Cam Sims. From the 46, first and 10, going right to left. To a quick release right side screen. Foster, right sideline, gets to the midfield stripe. A pickup of four on the play. And those reads tonight, and this to take nothing at all from Jalen, who after all is 25-2 and two as a starter for Alabama. He wasn't making those reads early tonight. He wasn't seeing them. Well, they've just been trained and coached through the years uh, of their careers. And Tua, Tua just has an instinctive flair about his play. Here he hands it off to Najee. Najee breaks left side. Najee looks, hops over a man. Left side, 30, 25, 20, 15, spun out of bounds at the 12-yard line. Najee Harris, the freshman from Antioch, California, 37 yards behind Ross Piercebaker's initial block. Well, Bama's been looking for an explosive play on the ground, and they got it that time from Najee Harris, 37 yards. Now Alabama setting up shop at the 13 of Georgia. Obviously, Najee is fresh, hasn't played much. Here he gets a handoff, goes right side, stutter step move, cuts back into the left. He gets down to the 11, a gain of three on the play. Cam Sims, by the way, came off the field for Alabama before. Trainer Jeff Allen began looking at his hand. So he, for the moment, has not been. He got blasted on that catch there when big Trenton Thompson tackled him. Coach Saban talks about things being hard. It won't get any harder than down here inside the 20 against this Georgia defense. Second and eight from the 12. Tua loads up, throws end zone. Jerry Judy can't quite pull it in. Missed it by that much. He had the man there with him, a tight defense, lined up against the linebacker, Aaron Davis, but he couldn't quite pull it in. Yeah, and that throw was to the back pylon to Jerry Judy in the slot going on out and up. But remember, Bama can pick up a first down here. It's third and seven, third and eight, actually, from the 12 of Georgia, but there is room to pick up a first down here for Tua Tonga-Valoa. Bama sends two wides to the right side. 
Now Damian Harris comes in motion out of the backfield. Timeout, Georgia. Timeout, Georgia. They didn't like what they saw. Charge timeout, Georgia. Their first timeout of the half. And while they break away, we will do so as well. Timeout, 9.34 to go in the game. Bama needs points. They're down 20 to 10, but they are on the move. Well, as soon as the running back for Bama went in motion, Roquan Smith went with him. That was going to open up the center of the field for a Tua Tonga Valoa run. Kirby Smart didn't like that at all. He called timeout. And now Alabama looking at third and eight. From the 12, they can pick up a first down here. And, of course, this is a distance where Tua could conceivably run for a first down uh, if he doesn't like what he sees in the throw game. Calvin Ridley and Jerry Judy will be split wide to the left side. Tua Tonga-Valoa has Josh Jacobs to his right. Robert Foster wide to the far side. The tight end on the left is Irv Smith, Jr., Third and eight upcoming from the 12. And Irv's capable as a receiver, but remember, Jonah Williams is out of the game, so Alex Leatherwood, the true freshman, is at left tackle. Here's Tua now, waiting for the snap on the far hash mark. Third down and eight. Tua, straight drop, looks, throws, end zone. Jerry Judy, no, and then intercepted out of bounds by Georgia. Jerry Judy had it off his fingertips. Then it was pulled down out of bounds by Georgia's Dominic Sanders. So Alabama has a chance here to uh, put some points on the board. Yeah, they tried to send Jerry Judy wow. up wow. the scene. Let's wait and see and, here. And Tua threw that ball. They're going to review this, and that's going to be an interception. Dominic Sanders came down. Well in bounds with that football. Eli, I, I don't know. I don't know that he had control of that football. It was actually below his waist. And it was juggling and moving as he did go across the thick white stripe. Well, you're right. He had it. It was not in his control. You're exactly right. They are going to review it, though. He celebrates on the field, says that's right, as they call a, a timeout for the video review. But you're right, upon further review, he didn't have the ball. Prior to the expiration of the play clock, the officials were notified that the previous play is under further review. So they are going to look at it again. Well, Sanders, the remember, he's got a, a school record 16 interceptions, so he, he has a nose for the football. But in this case, I, I think the ball is going to be moving. He did not have control of it close, but no cigar for the dogs. Yeah. His feet are in. That's not the question, but the ball was in his hands. Then he pulled it towards his uh, midsection and then goes out of bounds. He did not have control, but you're right. Sanders with 16 career interceptions. That's the Georgia record along with Jake Scott and Bakari Ramball. The guy's quite the ball player. Well, I tell you, he's really fit in well with this Kirby Smart and Mel Tucker defense. He's responded. After further review, the defender never attained possession of the ball inbounds. The ruling on the field is confirmed. It's fourth down. So Eli Bama's going to get a chance to cap off this drive with a field goal try we talked about at the very beginning of this possession. Bama needed points of some kind to make it a one-score game. But we knew 
We absolutely knew that the red zone was going to be a, a virtual dogfight down in this part of the field because both of these defenses are just too good in this part of the field. A 30-yard try for Andy Papanastas. Scott Meyer will snap it. J.K. Scott holds it. It is off the far hash mark. Kick up. Kick angles. Kick just gets in. It's good. A 30-yard field goal by Andy Papanastas. And with 9.24 remaining in the game, it's now 20-13. to 13. The Georgia Bulldogs over the Alabama Crimson Tide. The Brombergs forever mark diamond scoring drive. Eight plays, 71 yards, two minutes and 15 seconds. Back in a moment. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. Here's to the original social media. Here's to the original white beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. The original social media since 1975. Miller Lite can be enjoyed at any time and is better enjoyed offline, preferably by three or more friends at a bar. To experience Miller Time, call a buddy right now. In fact, call two. You can do that by using the numbers next to the hashtag on your phone. We used to call it a pound sign. Once you've called your friends, there's no need to look at your phone, not even to see the time. I'll tell you what time it is. It's Miller Time. Hey, do any of you Bama fans work with commercial trucks? What do you do to keep them rolling? Well, I'd get Snyder Fleet Solutions on the job. Snyder provides tire and mechanical service for some of the biggest fleets in the country from 80 locations, including five right here in Alabama. If you haven't seen what Snyder can do, it's time. Whether you've got one truck or 200, check them out at SnyderFleet.com. Have you priced a new John Deere tractor lately? SunSouth John Deere has a full line of affordable lawn and tractor equipment this season. SunSouth John Deere has an affordable roster for everyone, from riding mowers to utility vehicles and lots of tractors. Stop by any of the 21 locations across Alabama, Mississippi, and Georgia, or visit sunsouth.com to find out what is right for you. Any budget, any project, SunSouth has you covered. Proud to be the preferred tractor equipment dealer of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Everwood Treatment Company is wood treated right. Everwood is the most technologically advanced pressure treated wood available. That means no rotting, no decay, no problems. Just wood treated right. Everwood is your treated wood source and the official pressure treated lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. If you're looking to add or replace decks, outdoor structures, or commercial jobs, choose Everwood for wood treated right. If you need it, we'll get it to you. To locate your local Everwood store, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, official lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. From Learfield IMG College, you're listening to a classic college game. The fourth quarter of the national championship game here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network is being brought to you by Tuscaloosa Toyota. Now you can try it before you buy it at Tuscaloosa Toyota. Toyota Rent-A-Car lets you drive most any Toyota model for as long as you'd like. People you know, cars you can trust. Toyota Rent-A-Car at Tuscaloosa Toyota. Well, Eli, the Bama defense has got to go do their job after this kickoff from J.K. Scott, assuming that it goes into the end zone. Of course, 
Got to get Miko Hardman on the ground if he does return it. But again, that three by one, the three receivers to the wide side, tight end into the boundary, that has been a problematic formation for the Tide. See if they've made some adjustments between possessions and now can get a stop against these Georgia Bulldogs. B. Cole Hardman and Elijah Holyfield are deep. Hardman goes to his right, makes the grab at the one-yard line. Up the numbers, hit and put down at the 12. My goodness gracious, Makai Brown came in. Well, of course, he was the, the guilty party on the last kickoff, and he responded to some Nick Saban coaching wow. after that last kickoff return. So Alabama puts Georgia in the shadow of their own goalposts here at the 14-yard line of the Dogs. All right, Bama's defense, let's see what they can do. Then the tie needs to get the ball back and score again. 9.20 to go in the ball game. Eli, Georgia knows they need another score to secure this win. Bama knows they need a stop to get back and tie this game and ultimately win it at the end or in overtime. Nick Chubb is the running back, gets the direct snap, goes left. He is going to be snowed under by Alabama. At the 13, the play will lose a yard. Rashawn Evans and Quinnen Williams taking that play down out of the wild cat or wild dog, if you will. Well, Coach Saban mentioned the wild cat so much the other night on our show Saturday that you knew Bama would be prepared for it, and they've really shut down the wild dog. Now Fromm is out there. Chubb is in the backfield. Wide outs either way, two to the left, one to the right. Fromm is under Gilliard, his center. End around handoff, it comes to the near side. Good blocking, out to the 25-yard line. And Nicole Hartman finally run out of bounds at the 22. It's still short of the first down. It'll bring up third down and about four. Well, there's one of those counter plays off of the tailback action that really is the centerpiece of this Georgia offense and here comes Sony Michelle on the field and I tell you he's he's been the more dangerous of the duo tonight yeah. he's run inspired between the tackles he's been difficult to corral 13 carries 97 yards for him Chubb 16 for 21 they're going to the Wildcat again here's the snap handoff inside and nowhere to go the snap went directly to Nicole Hardman and then the Alabama Crimson Tide came up on the stop of Sony Michelle. And that's down to fourth and one deep in Georgia territory. Great stop by Deron Payne, who stayed home in the midside on the interior. Well, you talk about putting the squeeze on the Georgia run game. Bama did that time. That was a direct snap, as you described, Eli, to the wide receiver, who then handed to Sony Michelle. Nothing doing inside, and now Alabama in prime position to get this football back in excellent field position. Trayvon Diggs back at the 35-yard line, waiting for the punt. It's a big one. Nizelik booted it away. Trayvon makes the grab, 30 forward 33 34 yard line good field position from which to start a 51 yard punt and the return of a handful of yards 20 to 13 georgia 7 10 remaining in the fourth quarter of play the fourth quarter of tonight's game being brought to you in parts 
by Tuscaloosa Toyota, Alabama's number one volume Toyota certified dealer. Tuscaloosa Toyota sells more Toyota certified vehicles than anyone in the state. Visit TuscaloosaToyota.com and get your best price first. There's no haggling and no wasted time. Tuscaloosa Toyota, back in a moment. You're reliving history. More of this classic college game next from Learfield IMG College. So, any homeowners in the audience? Yeah? Okay, all right, get this. The other day, my wife and I went shopping for a new home. You know, a place for the kids to, I don't know, grow up. And we didn't even bother to get pre-qualified. If you shop for a home without getting pre-qualified, people might just assume it's a big joke. Fortunately, Trustmark can get you pre-qualified for just the right amount and help you close on your dream home when you find it. Connect with a loan officer at trustmark.com mortgage. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. A pre-qualification is not a commitment to lend. Thank you, Alabama fans, for your continued support of Golden Flake potato chips, pork rinds, cheese puffs, and our great-for-dipping tortillas. We are dedicated to making our product available to you and your family now more than ever. So we hope you'll continue to celebrate Alabama championships with your favorite bag of Golden Flake champion chips. Experience the simple southern goodness of Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. You ever see a stranger and know immediately that they were family? Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Earn your degree from the University of Alabama online and become part of a worldwide family. Through Bama by Distance, you'll feel an instant connection. Our student services will guide you from admission to financial assistance to graduation, helping you whenever you need it. Because that's how you treat family. Visit bamabydistance.ua.edu. That's bamabydistance.ua.edu. And rise with the tide. At Window World of Alabama, their motto is the same as it was when they began in 1995. Provide superior products installed by professional craftsmen at guaranteed low prices. It's no wonder that Window World has grown to become America's largest window replacement company. They take pride not only in the quality of their products, but in the service and care they give you from the start of a job to its completion and beyond. Call Window World of Alabama for your free in-home estimate at 205-916-2189 or visit windowworldalabama.com. Window World, simply the best for less. From Learfield IMG College, welcome back to this classic college game. We are back, Georgia 20, Alabama 13. The Tide with the ball starting first and 10 from their own 34. The official Mercedes-Benz Stadium attendance for tonight, 77,430. And our friends at ATIX are proud to sponsor the announcement of tonight's attendance. ATIX wants to thank all ticket-holding Crimson Tide fans. And remember, even though, excuse me, even though the uh, football season ends here tonight, ATIX never shuts down. Whatever sporting event, whatever show, whatever uh, hockey game, whatever anything you want to go to, ATIX is always there, been in business forever, and a no-fee agency online. It's AAATIX.com. Tua Tungo Valoa, the quarterback. Damian Harris to his left. Now in motion. Tua fakes the goal. Looks, throws out right to Damian. Makes the grab. 35 around the man. 40. Down the far sideline. 45. Out to midfield. And down at the 48-yard line of the Georgia Bulldogs. Tua just stood there. That looked at all of his a, reads. A play fake. A fake run. The old Tim Tebow step forward, step back. Play fake. 
looks downfield, then swings it outside. This kid's got sensational eyes and a quick arm. 17 yards on the gainer here. Now he fakes the give and tries to take off. But Georgia alert to the play, and Trenton Thompson puts him down after a gain of a yard. Angling to his right, it'll be a second down and nine. Well, you get the sense that when Bama plays fast, when they're getting some tempo going offensively, that they may have this Georgia defense a bit ragged. But now the Tide looking at a second and nine. Calvin Ridley goes wide right, two wide outs left. Tua talks to his tight end, Hentges, who assumes the position. Here now under heavy pressure, Tua spins away. Tua looks, throws that one onto the sidelines of the Bulldogs. Incomplete, Calvin Ridley closest in the neighborhood. Now a third down and nine well, upcoming. Trenton Thompson beat Matt Womack right at the line of scrimmage, so he was in the face of Tua Tonga-Valoa, and now the Tide looking at third and nine. They have not been real effective on third down all night. Now at third, three for 11 going into this snap. Two of 11 and third down conversions to a Tongo Valoa with Harris to his right. Wide outs, left and right. Here's Tua, stands in, looks, throws sideline, ball Flag. overthrown, flag on the play. There'll be a pass interference call. He was looking on the right side, but Malcolm Parrish interfered with Alabama's Devontae Smith. Pass center defense, number 14. 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. You talked about them looking towards Parrish he, all he's night. He's been the intended target all night when Alabama's gotten these one-on-one -on -one type situations. And thank goodness Tua, of course, he threw that ball out of bounds, so the pass interference nullifies the uncatchable ball throw there by Tua. Now Alabama inside the 35. From the 33, Georgia five penalties for a loss of 50. Here's the snap, Tua stands in. Tua loads up, throws the out route, caught far side, Judy. He's got it first down, down to the 13-yard line. Jerry Judy with tons of time. Tua took that and threw for 20. Well, Tua manipulates the pocket. I mean, for such a young player, I mean, this is a true freshman stepping in at the half of the national championship game, and he works the pocket he manipulates the spacing in the pocket finds the gap to throw throw through and hits jerry judy on an over route for the first down now here comes his buddy henry ruggs they pass and catch all the time in practice two wide outs left plus damian harris an empty backfield back here's tua stands in throws left side caught by ridley no knocked out of his hands Eight yards deep into the end zone corner. He was there, but so too was the uh, Bulldog defender who was posing for the crowd. That was DeAndre Baker. Yeah, that was a slot fade. In other words, Calvin Ridley ended up on the inside as the second receiver. He stems upfield, then goes to the back corner and just about came up with an unbelievable catch but over his left shoulder. Baker reached in and knocked the ball loose. Harris now to the left of Tua. On a second down and 10. Tua goes left. Thought about going upfield, does. He's down to the five yard line and he's tackled there. It'll be a third down. And a yard. Again, Bama can get the first down without the touchdown. And they'll have two chances at doing that right here. 
The tie, two of 11 in third down conversions. Well, this is uh, four down territory all day long because Bama's down seven. I don't think they take the field goal if they don't get this. I think this is a, a fourth down try depending what happens here on third down. It'll be third down in a couple. Damian Harris lined up in the pistol formation. Gets the handoff, goes right, they gang tackle him. He is lucky to get back to the line of scrimmage. Led again by Trenton Thompson, who here in the second half has just feasted on the Alabama offensive front. It's a big decision here for Nick Saban because he's down seven. A field goal certainly helps, but it still leaves you down four. So this is the play of the game in, in many respects because Alabama obviously has to get this conversion to continue moving the football, perhaps even get a score to tie this game up. Huge play. Play clock inside of 10 seconds. Tua stands in. Here's the fourth down and three. And now whistles, timeout, says Nick Saban, as the play clock was down to one second. Well, timeout, like, Alabama. I like the Their use first of the timeout of the half. It will be a 30-second timeout. I like the use of the timeout there. Look, this is essentially the game on the line. You want to make sure that all 11 players know exactly what their responsibility is, what the design of the play is, in order to pick up these four yards for a first down or perhaps seven yards for a touchdown. What do you do? Do you go for the shorter yardage needed or you go for a pay dirt? I, I think you call your best four-and-a-half-yard play in your playbook, and that could be Tua on the move to the wide side of the field. The ball is essentially just a shade to the right of the middle of the field, but nevertheless, I think you've got to give him an opportunity to, to throw it and or run it because he is an outstanding point guard if you want to relate it to a basketball player. Najee Harris, the running back to his left. Here's a fourth down and four to get a first down, seven yards from a touchdown. Empty backfield, Najee in motion, here's Tua. He looks, stands in, everybody's covered. He'll throw to the left side, caught, touchdown, Alabama! Caught by Alabama in the end zone. What a play coming across for Calvin Ridley, showing his younger brother how you come up large on the biggest stage of the night. No flags. Tua buys time, gets flushed to his right, pressure in his face, and with that whip-like left arm, Alabama got a natural rub because it was really the secondary phase of that route, and Calvin Ridley makes what could be the game-tying score pending this extra point. Extra point by Andy Papanastas. He is perfect this year. Scott Meyer snaps, hold is there, kick is up, we're tied. With 3.49 to go in regulation. Grandma, take another one of your heart pills. Well, Bama has seized the momentum here. And Eli, it's very interesting. Georgia opted to go to the Wildcat a couple of occasions in these last few downs after Jake Fromm had thrown for 225 yards. They took the ball out of the kid who was playing the best, and Alabama put the ball in their true freshman, and he has stolen the show tonight in the second half. The Brombergs forever mark Diamond scoring drive. Eight plays, 66 yards, three minutes and 21 seconds. 
Eli, Alabama has tied it at 20. Eli, this game is so reminiscent, and I know I wasn't here, but in 2008, Alabama was in their second year, gone yep. undefeated. They're playing Florida, and, and we're beating Florida for almost the entire game. But it was the Gators who had the more experienced team that responded with Tim Tebow and ultimately won that game. You get a sense that the same thing's happening here, except Alabama is the team with the most experience. Here's the kick. Nicole Hardman will take it from the one. Angles left, finds an opening, breaks a tackle. He's across the 20 to the 21-yard line. And where Thompson stops him, that's where Georgia will go to work. First and 10. Well, we're at 20 all, 344 left. Dogs with two timeouts. Alabama with two timeouts. And so this is this is that tricky situation. You play it for overtime. You try to knock out a first down. Do you go for the win? Because a mistake here puts Alabama obviously in plus territory. So they've got to show great confidence in from and see if, if they can win the game through the air. We've seen Alabama now score 20 points in the second half based upon the arm work and talent of Tua Tonga-Valoa. DeAndre Swift, the running back, left side of Fromm. Fromm gets the snap, steps back, throws, knocked down at the 30-yard line incomplete. Over the top was the defense of Levi Wallace and a pass intended for Riley Ridley. Well, Alabama got pressure with four rushers and they were able to play coverage that time which is what the idea is behind this Nick Saban philosophy on that side of the football second and 10 Georgia from their own 21 339 remaining in regulation we're tied at 20 the national championship of college football on the line from claps his hands gets the snap has time throws the out route catch is made Levi Wallace comes up to tie up Riley Ridley it'll be short of the first down brings up third and about three and a half yards yep Levi comes up makes the tackle forces the Georgia receiver to step out of bounds clock now running 330 and counting and the tie trying to get off the field here at third and three each team has used one timeout they each have two remaining from comes up talks to Lamont Gilliard his center drops back into the shotgun gets the snap throws far side over the head of the intended receiver DeAndre Swift and now Georgia will punt with a fourth and three staring at them deep in their own territory. Well, you could see that all night long. They got DeAndre Swift matched up on Mac Wilson, but Swift ran straight to the flat. There was no stem in his route to shake one way and break out the other. Mac Wilson was in close proximity, forces the overthrow, and now Alabama gets a chance to not only get the ball back, but go win the football game. Cameron Nizalek will punt it away to Trayvon Diggs, who stands back at his own 28-yard line. Good snap to Nizalek. He'll boot it away. Trayvon backpedals. Makes the grab at the 20. Starts right, goes up the middle 30 to the 35-yard line, and that's where Alabama will start with good field position, a 51-yard punt, and a 14-yard run back on the play. Well, outstanding job by Trayvon Diggs. A secure catch, and then a north-south return. Alabama will start at the 35, and basically the same field position they were in the last time they had the football, the tied with two timeouts, Time is not really a factor here. 2.55 left. you got more than ample 
uh, opportunities here. As long as you move the sticks to matriculate this football into position for a game-winning field goal, perhaps a game-winning touchdown. You invoke the memory of Hank Stram, matriculate the ball down the field. Najee Harris lining up to the left of Tua Tungovaloa, snapping it from their own 35. Here now, the give to Najee, nothing there, and he'll lose a yard. Back to the 34, Roquan Smith saw that. By the way, just before Tua came onto the field here for this series, quarterback Jalen Hurts came up to him, hugged him, patted him on the back a few times, yelled something in his ear. The ultimate teammate right there. And a lot of clock running here for Alabama. That play clock down to 14. Now the play coming on to the side, from the sideline to the team at the line of scrimmage. Najee Harris behind him. Tua steps up. He will audible at the line of scrimmage. Three, two, one. Gets it away. Hands off Najee. Big hole right side. Turns it up the field. He'll stumble and bumble forward for a first down. Well, that's How about those freshmen, Phil? That'll temporarily stop the clock as they move the sticks, and now Alabama up to the 45. And, Eli, they practice this situation all the time. Two minutes right at midfield, two timeouts. Alabama has rehearsed this numerous times, but it hasn't been all that often with number 13, Tua Tonga-Valoa, on the field. Tied at 20. Here's Tua. Gets the snap. Looks right. Throws. Ridley, first down, right sideline. Well, let's see. They will say he'll step out a half yard shy. And now a flag there on the far sideline. Malcolm Parrish was the man. Personal foul, face mask, defenseman. The run, first down. We did not turn off the referee's mic. It malfunctioned there, but the face mask call will march the football all the way down 15 more yards to the 31-yard well, line. Well, that's a biggie, and now Alabama, in essence, needs one more first down. They can take this clock and get the game-winning score, and so it, it transitions from being in more of a two-minute type offense to really more of your standard offense, 145 on this clock. Tua takes off running. He follows Najee, turns it upfield. He's to the 25. Picks up six on the play. Andy Papanastos, to match his career long, has just gotten there. Actually, his career long, he would have to snap it from the 29. So he is basically there. They're at the 30. Yeah. And time to play ball yet. I think Alabama would love to position this football somewhere closer to the middle right for Papanastos, who's a right footer, and that ball angles from right to left. It's a natural draw, natural hook on the football. A minute 10 to go, Tua gives it to Najee. Najee goes left, Najee stops. He'll get down to the 28-yard line before he is stopped there. Went out of bounds. Chris Stewart quickly an update. Eli, this is also the time of the game where everybody kind of thought we'd get in field goal position against Mississippi State that all of a sudden Bama throws it at the end zone. Well, yeah, they threw it to Devontae Smith. Yeah, and this is a good spot for one of those quick play action passes and something to the inside, safe and low to your receiver running a slant route. Bama 2 of 12 in third down conversions. Two heavyweights slugging it out in round 15 of a championship bout. The snap, Tua, 
comes to his left, lowers his shoulder, gets to the 20 and a first down for Alabama with 56 seconds remaining in the ball game. Well, Bama holds all the cards at this point. Timeout, Georgia. That's their second charge timeout of the half. It will be a 30-second timeout. So Georgia calls timeout. Eli, let's set the scene. So Alabama just picks up the first down. Georgia has to use one of their timeouts because the tide holds all the cards here. They've essentially got a potential game-winning field goal in their pocket if they just literally fall on the ball three times. I think they'll go ahead and try to run it, position it into the exact spot that Andy Papanastas wants it from Coach Joe Panunzio, the special teams coordinator. Georgia can only stop the clock one more time. So essentially, Bama can take the clock, milk it, and set up for a game-winning field goal. Good Unless Lord. they decide to throw one into the end zone and really try to put the, the dagger in the heart of the Bulldogs. But I, I think the conservative play yeah. is to position the football here, take the clock, and then put it on the toe of Andy Papanastas. 56 seconds to go in regulation. Here's a first and 10 Bama from the Georgia 20. Najee Harris lined up to the right side of quarterback Tua Tango Valoa. He's in for the second half. Tua goes right. Tua stumbles forward. Gets a yard to the 19. Whistles sound. Timeouts Georgia. Their final timeouts. Timeout Georgia. Their third and final timeout of the half. 30 seconds timeout. These last two plays, Eli, we've seen direct snap to Tua. No handoff, no pitch out. They're putting it in number 13's hands to secure the football. The thing that Bama's got to avoid here, you've got to fasten that ball to the rib cage for Tua, but then also the linemen have to keep their hands inside. You don't want some crazy holding penalty yeah. here late to push this ball back. This is very makeable for Andy Papanassas. As it stands right now, you're looking at about a 38-yard field goal. Good Lord, Phil. What a night. Well, we talked about at the half that in reality, Bama's best and maybe only chance to come back against Georgia was to put Tua Tonga-Valoa yeah. in there. Nick Saban did it. And this true freshman, regardless of outcome, he's left an indelible mark on this national championship game. And wow, if Bama can come from behind and win this football game, what a rousing finish for the Roll Tide Nation. On the sideline, Damian Harris just went up to Andy Papanastas, who was kicking on the sidelines. Hugged him, patted him on the back. Here we go, second and nine. Ball at the 19 of Georgia. Tua has Najee Harris in the backfield. Second down and nine from the 19. Tua. Goes right, he's got the angle. He goes forward, he's to the 15-yard line. Clock remains rolling now. 41 seconds to go. Georgia cannot stop the clock. Yep, and of course, Bama, Eli, they got really a couple options here. They could let this wind down, but give themselves enough time that if there was a botched snap or mishandled snap, then Bama would get a second chance on fourth down. But it looks like Alabama's just going to line up and position this ball, pop their timeout, and have Andy Papanassas go out there and try to win their fifth title in nine years. Nine seconds in the game, eight, seven, whistle, timeout. 
Nick Saban comes charging out to the field. Time out. Alabama. Saying that's their second check. Well, he, the he invokes the name of the Lord and says, aren't you watching the clock? We have timeouts. Six seconds to and, go. And I think what Coach Saban was talking about was just what we were referencing, that you want to take the timeout outside of the figure that would give you a chance that if you had a mishandled snap, that you could recover the ball and then get a chance to kick it again. Uh, but that may not happen. No. Mama now on the edge at six seconds. So it looks like it's going to be from the right hash. 33 unless unless they try. snap it and just jog it over just two steps, fall to the ground, and pop the timeout just to move it a little bit more towards the middle right. Right now it's on the severe right side, right on the hash mark uh, line uh, there at the 16-yard line. Now remember, Georgia did block a late field goal in the Rose Bowl against Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts in the ball game now. Jalen Hurts is in the ball game. He will come under center. He'll take the snap. Shuffles left a few steps, hit the knees. Three seconds to go, timeout Alabama. So Jalen came in, Time took out. the snap, Alabama. moves it directly between the hash marks. And timeouts, Alabama, three seconds to go. And the good news here, Georgia does not have any timeouts left, so there won't be any debate as to whether there's a late timeout trying to freeze the kicker. This is going to be a single snap, a single hold, and a single kick, and perhaps another national championship for the Alabama Crimson Tide. What a night. What a night. And it's coming down to the final seconds. The final play of the ball game. Again, in a national championship game, it comes down to the final play. We are one minute from the witching hour. And for whom the bell tolls, it could be the Alabama Crimson Tide with a game-winning kick. It'll be a 36-yard field goal from between the hash marks. The snap, the spot, the kick is no good. The kick is no good wide left. The kick is no good wide left. We're going to overtime. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. That's the sound of rush hour. Hello, recess. Mom! Work from home is a lot of work. Even though we're a little further apart right now, we're still in this together. Regions is donating this ad to local food banks to shine a light on them as they feed our neighbors in need. Learn how you can help or get help at regions.com slash food bank. Regions Bank, member FDIC. I know what you're thinking. The perfect radio voice. I gargle silk. I do vocal cord Pilates thrice daily. Perfect's not easy. Just ask Red Diamond. Since 1906, Red Diamond has been obsessed with crafting the perfect brews. Hand-picked beans and leaves from the world's finest fields. The purest blends refined along the way. No shortcuts, no compromises. Perfect's not easy. I mean, perfect's not easy. Red Diamond Coffee and Tea. Expect perfection. 
Thank you, Alabama fans, for your continued support of Golden Flake potato chips, pork rinds, cheese puffs, and our great-for-dipping tortillas. We are dedicated to making our product available to you and your family now more than ever. So we hope you'll continue to celebrate Alabama championships with your favorite bag of Golden Flake champion chips. Experience the simple southern goodness of Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Hey, Tide fans, it's time to watch the Alabama Crimson Tide roll. Whether you watch from home, at your tailgate, or in the stadium, you can enjoy the great taste of Ziegler Jumbo Franks, the official hot dog of the Crimson Tide. Alabama is a tradition of winning, and Ziegler has a tradition of great taste. Enjoy your Ziegler Jumbo Franks at home, at the tailgate, and now at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Ziegler Meats, a tradition of great taste for over 90 years. Pick them up at your local supermarket. From Learfield IMG College, you're listening to a classic college game. Well, I tell you, Bama has got to go right up to Andy Papanasse. Look, we may need you in the overtime. He's got to shake that off and get ready for overtime because you're guaranteed a possession in overtime. It's a shame Bama squanders an opportunity there to win this football game, but it was not close. Totally mishit it. It was left. It stayed left. And Alabama's going to have to win this the hard way in overtime. Looked like his plant foot might have slipped just a bit. It turns out he would have been better off at the other hash mark. Well, most of his misses have been to the left this year. So we talked about that right to left motion. But even at that, it was not a very well kicked football. But he has got to get his wits about him because, look, Alabama may absolutely need number 12 here within the next few minutes. Of course, folks, we'll recap all of this. The Regents Bank fifth quarter show and our conversation with Coach Saban presented by Musclebilt coming up after the overtime period or periods. Eli Gold, Phil Savage, Chris Stewart, our engineer producer Tom Stipe, our spotter Butch Owens. Eli, let's talk about the red zone with Georgia and Alabama. Alabama tied for 42nd in the country. 87% of the time they've scored in the red zone. 13th on defense, allowing scores on 73% of the occasions. And then for the Georgia Bulldogs, they've been very efficient in the red zone. They're fourth in the country. They've scored 96% of the time. Now, that was 51 out of 53 coming into this game. 38 touchdowns against and, and then of course uh, 14 field goals and then on defense they were 34th in the country right at 80 percent so in essence it comes to, down to who can make a play most likely in the passing game and which kicker can make their kicks captains Bradley Bozeman Minka Fitzpatrick the injured Sean Dion Hamilton and Rashawn Evans about to make their way to midfield for the toss of the coin to begin overtime. The Georgia captains on the far sideline about to do the same. Well, Eli, people were talking and wanting a, a dramatic national championship game again, and it's delivered based upon last year, Bama and Clemson, the year before with Bama and Clemson, and now it's Alabama and Georgia. A, a true tug of war. Uh, by these two programs that have tremendous pride, led by 
terrific leaders, and it's apparent that Alabama's not going away, but Georgia certainly is on the rise. Quite a second-half performance by the true freshman Tua Tongo Valoa. His statistics right now, 13 of 23 passing, 125 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. What a job by the youngster. Yeah, he's been terrific. And, of course, the freshman on the other side, Jake Fromm, has played uh, his heart out as well. But, Eli, it probably comes down to which quarterback is willing to pierce the middle of the field and throw it beyond the end zone line for the touchdown. Let's head down to the midfield logo. Dan Capron, the referee from the Big Ten Conference who has worked tonight's game, will handle the toss of the coin. Shake hands, Ben. For overtime as the captains are encouraged to shake hands one with the other. Congratulations to both teams. We still don't have a champion. We're going to keep playing until we get one. Alabama, you're still the visiting team. We're going to have another coin toss. The winner of the coin toss gets to decide either who gets the ball first or which end of the field that we play on. The loser of the coin toss gets the remaining option. Because you're still the visitors, we have the same coin. The football is heads, and the Mercedes-Benz Stadium is tails. What's your call? Tails. Tails is called. Here we go. It is a tail. You want to go on defense first? You want to play defense first. That's what I thought. Which end do you want to play at? Play down there? Okay, very good. Georgia's ball, first down, going this way. So Alabama wins the toss, and as most teams do, they pick defense. They will play at the end to our right, populated by the Georgia fans. The Alabama fans are to our left. Georgia, 8-5 all-time in overtime games. Their most recent overtime game was last week, double overtime in the Rose Bowl against Oklahoma. The Both Alabama Crimson Tide, meanwhile, five and eight in overtime. Yeah. Both teams last weekend for Georgia and Oklahoma kicked field goals to start, and then it was Georgia getting a stop, and then a Sony Michelle touchdown run for the win. These teams have played one overtime game against each other in 2007 when the 22nd ranked Bulldogs beat the 16th ranked Crimson Tide 26-23 in Tuscaloosa. Here we go, moving left to right as you listen. From under his center, Gilliard. The running back is Chubb. And Swift on the field as a wide receiver. Here now the give, Chubb, stood up by Alabama. He gains a yard and a half before Mac Wilson puts him down at the 23. Second down and eight. You know the rules, I'm sure. In case you don't, each team gets the chance in the 25-yard line. You keep going until one team scores, the other either scores more or does not score. Once you go to a triple overtime, you have to go for two, not just a one-point conversion. Here now the toss comes near side. Georgia spreads the field down to the 22. Levi Wallace staying with Mac Wilson to stop the play, and it'll be a third down and seven upcoming from here. Well, Bama is geared to stop the run, and Georgia, of course, has run the football 70% of the time over the course of the season. They open up with two runs, and now Jake Fromm looking at third and a long six, almost third and seven here from the 21-yard line. Of course, the clock is dead. This is no longer a timed game. You just get your chances here. 
until you score. Here's Fromm on the third and seven. Under pressure, he is taken down! And this is all the way back at the 36-yard line by Terrell Lewis. And this is going to force a 54-yard field goal attempt for Rodrigo Blankenship. Now, he hit a 55-yarder at the end of the first half of that Rose Bowl game. This is a controlled environment, but this ball is going to be spotted down about 52 yards away for the Georgia Bulldogs. A 52-yard field goal. As Phil said, he hit a 55-yarder against Oklahoma. The former walk-on, now under scholarship. The snap. Is on the way. The spot is good. The kick on the way. It is good. It is good from 52 yards. 52-yard field goal by Rodrigo Blankenship. Wow. What a kick by Blankenship. He had more than enough leg on it. That would have been good from beyond 55. He striped it inside the right upright. After the sack by the Tide pushed Georgia backwards, now Alabama's turn to take over at the 25-yard line. Now if Alabama hits a field goal, we go to a second overtime. If Alabama scores a touchdown, the Crimson Tide is national champion. If Alabama does not score at all, the Georgia Bulldogs are national champions. And Alabama's going to have to do it in this den of noise. They're going from left to right into the the heart of the Georgia Bulldog fan base. This stadium, I'm estimating probably at least 70% uh, Georgia Bulldog fans. Tua Tongovaloa, the quarterback with Damian Harris, the running back, going wide left. Empty backfield. From the 25, Tua fakes the throw. Tua stands in. Tua escapes. Tua tries to get away further. Tua cannot get any further, and he's down all the way back at the 42-yard line. Davin Bellamy finally puts him down. That play loses 17. Unbelievable. Tua tried to do too much that time. Initial reaction was to throw that football away. Did not do it. The Georgia pass rush too much. Jonathan Ledbetter, Davin Bellamy, and now Alabama looking uphill at second and 26. Second down and 26. Got to get half the yardage back here. Give yourself a fighting chance on third down. Here's Tua stepping back. Loads up, looks long, throws, end zone, touchdown! Touchdown, Alabama! Devontae Smith, touchdown, Alabama! And the Crimson Tide has once again ascended to the top of the college football mountain. Their fifth national championship in nine years, their 17th overall. And for Coach Nick Saban, a career sixth national championship a number matched only by the legendary paul bear bryant alabama is back as the champion of college football how about that this has been a classic college game on the crimson tide sports network the preceding has been a learfield img college presentation of the crimson tide sports network